Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. The Walking Dead mid-season premiere, season eight, episode nine, honor the recap and review. We are here back. Carl's montage, we could call this episode. Carl's death in a short, or things are just getting shittier and shittier. We're picking dingleberries. I don't know. I'm excited to be back here talking about The Walking Dead for good or for bad. But I'm not alone. As always, I am joined by the live motherfucking chat that's with me tonight to talk about this episode. Look at all those fucking chatters in the live motherfucking chat right now. But I'm also not alone. I think I can hear the chingy, the chingle around of his drink, his beverage, as he's been enjoying an amazing episode, the season premiere of The Walking Dead. I can't wait to talk about it with this guy right here, hear what he thinks about it. I did a little poll before this episode started today to see who is excited about The Walking Dead. Are you really excited? Yes, no, meh, or are you excited to hear what Joe Dirty Locks thinks? So here he is, everybody, Joe Dirty Locks. How's it going tonight, Joe? Oh, it goes well. It goes well. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I am. Uh, I'm not quite as buzzed, I think, as you quite, uh, yet. But I'm getting there. I will. Uh, I bought this tonight, some Johnny Walker Black Label, and that's how much of it uh, I've. Yeah, I, I bought an hour before. So, but uh, so don't you <laughs> don't yeah, you worry good. tonight, everyone. We are going to hear. So welcome everybody. So we're going to talk all about this Walking Dead episode. It was uh, it was an interesting episode of The Walking Dead. I have a feeling Joe and I might might disagree on some levels of this episode because there were some parts of this episode I did enjoy, and I'll get into that. But I can say directly what it was: Morgan stuff. Morgan was good in this episode. <laughs> Morgan was great. I liked Carol in this episode, telling little children that they're dumbasses. And I think the Carl scene that we got tonight was really good. If we got it once or twice, not seven fucking times and in this episode again did not need to be as long as it was I feel like they shoot themselves in the foot this could have been a good episode if they just scaled it down a bit I think it was filled with pretty good acting but instead they chose like heavy handed melodrama and weird music at different times and we're gonna get into this because people might feel different some people might have loved this episode and it's been a while since we talked about this show so it's gonna be very interesting to get into what people's thoughts are so if people want to get in the discussion there's many ways you can do that of course jump into the live motherfucking chat with all of our friends we got sandman sam paul the walking david casey atheist broke jasmine lots of great friends in the chat tonight or you can call and leave a voicemail or a text at 781-990-8509 again that's 781-990-8509 or we also have a call in line tonight if you want to join the discussion ask joe and i a question share your thoughts live on the air with us tonight about what you thought of this episode we'll take mainly take the calls towards the end of the episode but we do have a call in line you can listen to the show from there even though the audio will be a little suspect at 657-383-1435 and to anyone that's listening to the audio cast of this later. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. We got Cammy in the live motherfucking chat too. We got Ren Renwood who's been watching this show live with us too and Ren liked this episode. She said she said something I haven't said in a long time. I enjoy this episode. But so let's break into this, Joe. In general, what are some of your general thoughts on the midseason premiere? Uh as a whole, again, I, I gotta rate this under a five. Like if I take the whole episode as one a whole hour and a half. It's, you know, everything that you thought was going to happen happened. 
no surprises, no shebangs, really fucking slow, really fucking boring. The only good stuff that I saw really was what you said, Morgan and uh, Carol. Yeah, I mean, the Morgan and Carol stuff was really interesting to me. I think I I like some of the acting in the Rick and Michonne and Carl stuff. I just think we got too much of it. And that was what my problem with most of the stuff that we get on The Walking Dead. When they do something good, we didn't have to have 10 times the same scene of Carl saying the same goodbye over and over again. It was done emotional, but I found myself feeling hollow through most of them. The the Michonne and Carl, like the first one, I think, when we go through the episode, I'll be able to tell you which one it was. There was one that I thought was really well done, but then you get the one with him and Sadiq, where you feel like those, you feel like the Saved by the Bell writers wrote the wrote the uh, dialogue for it. And it's just you are a special person, Carl. I'll never forget you, Joe. You are the sunshine of my life, Joe. I'll never, I'll never, I'll never forget about you. Right. And why don't you walk out of that house and like bash Sadat's brains in for letting Carl get bit? Yeah. And. Oh. Sorry to honor Carl's last week. He's a, he, he's a doctor, you know, and they, I love how Rick tries to rationalize the death after the fact. He goes, hey, no, no. He was trying to, like, say, oh, my son got conned. You told him you were a doctor, so he brought you back. That's what I kind of thought. Oh, is that what you got? I See, I thought it was. Yeah, and Carl called him on it. was like, no, I didn't know. That's not why. <laughs> see, I, t- I took it in the moment as, uh, as him wanting to. Uh, him wanting to uh, rationalize why Carl went to such efforts to save the kid's life, like, like, oh, did you, uh, did you, did, did you save his life because he's a doctor? Is that why you acted like a dumbass in that situation? And Carl's like, nope, just got bit. Sorry, just got, just got fucking bit. Yeah, hor- horrible stuff. Coral, you got bit. Welcome. Thank you, Reed, for the subscription. It means so much. Thank you. Thank you very fucking much. And welcome to the crew. Please share your thoughts in the comment section below. It's funny. I had something on my computer screen in a spot, and I was going to tell you. Uh, you guys don't want to hear it. It doesn't matter because it's going to be nothing. It's like a weird visual thing. Because looking at Joe's screen, I saw a little dot hanging out in his room. I'm like, there's a dot in your room. And I realized it's actually on my computer screen, and I wiped it off. It reminds me of that moment in Summer Rental with John Candy when, when he's freaking out because he thinks a plane's crashing it's actually just a dead fly on the fucking thing <laughs> great movie and i re- would rather be talking about summer rental right now but let's get into the walking <laughs> for let's, real right let's get into the live motherfucking chat here d says it's all about the commercials people do not forget about amc with these commercials and wait we got to stop this part of the issues program to bring you this commercial for audible please do please if you want to try audible try. no yeah i agree it's like every 30 seconds in this episode they Commercials. Because commercial, and I'm sorry, I know this is a nitpicky thing to complain about, but when... It's not. It's overladen with the shit. But when I'm saying this, Joe... It didn't... It is overladen with commercials, but then we get an hour and 20-minute episode... This episode is another episode that would have been so helpful for a little bit tighter of an edit. And I know some people are going to be the you're varying degrees of how emotionally affected you are by the Carl dying stuff. Some people are going to be really pushed by that. They're going to they're going to like feel it because Carl was one of their favorite characters. And I thought oh, in gen- I, I thought I thought Michonne and Rick, Andrew Lincoln and Denai did an excellent job in reacting to Carl's death. I'm sorry, sure. Chandler Riggs fans. I don't like I he I can't get in there with him i can't he seems like a lovely fellow and if i saw him i buy him a drink and i feel bad for the way that they fired him right before he got adult wages you know they made sure to get rid of him right at the right time so he wouldn't have to pay that salary Ooh, that's that's convenient and i feel like some of the dialogue written in this episode is is the walking 
dead writers talking to Carl. It's going to be all right. And then Carl, like, I never should have died. Yeah, that's right. But it's going to be great moving forward. It just all seemed a little bit too pretentiously force fed. But that being said, Joe, all of that, I kind of enjoyed tonight's episode. I, no. I kind of enjoy, I enjoyed the Morgan stuff enough to carry me through to a point of no actually, actually enjoying. Uh, Atari no Dad way. says, shame on you, Phil. You buy an underage Tina, Tina drink. Shame. Everyone shame, Phil. Michael Bennett says, some of the music was weird tonight. Commercials suck so much. Says, the Madman Mart. It's great to see you in the live chat. He's going to start. You're, Sorry. You're absolutely right about it. It should have been a tighter edit. There's the, the way that. That, I mean, how many times do you have to see Michonne, you're my best friend, and then cut away, do some other shit, and then come back, Michonne, I love you. Like, really, it was an hour and 20 minutes long just so they could fit in extra commercials. And shit. Re- Joe, and I hate to say it like that, it seems that way, though, because ultimately what happened in this episode, and we'll, I'll re- we're going to recap this episode. We had uh, Ezekiel being set free, which to me, again, was the most interesting aspect of the episode, and then we had Carl saying a couple goodbyes, going to the house and, sh- and shooting himself, and I feel like this was one of those episodes where it could have served a few more spots around it. Whatever. What we do here is Monday morning quarterbacking. So fuck all. With, with this, well, no, with this no, episode, need, but what I'm saying is this episode needed more scenes, more action. It dragged. The, it took away from the quality you know of the scenes because there was too much shit. You know what this episode needed? This episode needed Carl to die last fucking yes. episode. Yes. Not this episode. Uh, again, they make the same fucking mistake. Okay, so last year at the at the midseason, I believe, right? That was when the, the brain bashing happened for two of our characters. And it was all but lost on everybody because there was a whole midseason break and you got to mourn absolutely fucking everybody. And so now what you get is they decide, all right, well, let's tell everybody Carl died and then wait six months and hope that it has a fucking impact on our audience. It doesn't. Everybody had six months to fucking cry or three months to cry about Carl being fucking dead. If anybody shed a tear during this, I, I I can't even fucking imagine it because you had fucking four months through whatever the fucking break was to mourn the fact that Carl was dying. There was no way he was coming out of it. Even I was kind of positive thinking like, oh, spoiler, maybe the whispers were, were the ones that bit him all dressed up. I'll have to watch back again and make sure. But I, I knew that if I watched back, I was going to be like, no, those are, those are definitely walkers. So I purposely didn't. And then they even show us that it purposely was walkers that bit him and not Nothing else and not dressed up uh, whispers and shit. So like, just go fuck yourself. You didn't learn your lesson last year. You didn't learn it this year. You completely screwed the, screwed the pooch on killing two super main characters and Abraham, who I really loved as a main character as well. So go fuck yourself. You have no idea how to kill off main characters. You have no idea how to. This is not fucking. This is should be easy. These people are fucking professional writers and they make the same fucking mistake after mistake. And yeah, Phil, I love your bright spot of, you know, I really <laughs> liked the acting, but from Michonne, I was just her about tears to, were, her tears were realistic. Sure. That's great. Wonderful. When has ever the acting really aside from Chandler been a problem on this fucking series? Never the, the, the costumes, the makeup, 
supremely superb. Right, and, and that's what I was going to writing sucks balls. <laughs> the fact that you fucking don't stand up as a director and say, you really want me to direct this shit? Who the fuck wrote this? Why didn't we kill him fucking four months ago? Why do we make our audience wait to watch him fucking cry in his daddy's arms? Nobody cares about that, really. Come on. Who the fuck cares about that? You said it yourself. The most intriguing, the best part of this episode was the action shit, was the shitting get shit done, the continuing of the war and not the hiding in the tunnel, was fucking Michonne, was, uh, sorry, was Carol and fucking Morgan throwing down kicking ass we can kill them all there's like what there's 12 of them we'll just walk up behind yeah, them well, fucking kill them all why They're not fucking idiots let's get to the live motherfucking chat here for a second uh casey atheist cut through the bullshit joe cammy's in the live chat i'm not really a walking dead fan but it's great to be in here it's the with phil the issues guy madman mart says uh joe is right with these rants dj bitter says i liked it not loved it uh chalk boy says gipple took away olivia for me at the end and now coral nicholas says to scale back a bit i find killing carl in general to be a jump the shark kind of moment uh why gimple why says chalk boy uh someone says i forget who said it I, it scrolled back i cried but uh i'm but i but i'm not as tough as joe or something like something like that someone someone said that in the chat i cry at fucking everything dude at, at, next time katie crow is on someone ask her how much i fucking cry at tv shows and movies d said that i fucking waterworks the entire dude, i really am atari dad says they need to stop hitting the audience over the head with this do the right thing preachy shit yeah i'm gonna get into this oh, later God, the yes, point please. of the show is that there are no right answers not that they're telling us that this that this morality thing is the right way and this 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 flash forward lost shit that we got with Carl that we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, DJ bitter says better says it was crap that they made us wait for the Negan deaths. It's crap. That they make us wait. They, 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 they hold us by the balls, the television balls for these mid season premieres and these mid season finales to try to do something. And it makes you feel like now I feel like we got this mid season premiere. Nothing much happened. I mean, Carl died, but it was a slow episode. And now it's going to be a, a bunch of weeks of nothing happened till they finally conquer Negan in the season finale. That's going to be it. That's going to be it. Yep, and yep. Seven episodes of them running back and forth between Alexandria and fucking or the kingdom. And uh, we're going to see the trash people again. We'll, we'll see the and, trash and, people again yeah in oceans in in oceanside we'll see oceanside people again too as well just way too much they've drawn this out this should have been resolved by the end of last season we should have been moved on from this by now oh and i forgot we had bizarro ollie who came to play and 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 spike that dude in the side of the head uh on uh for morgan while morgan was trying dealing with all that bullshit he did a spear to the back of the head and of course, nobody's watching the little kid. You know, we know he wants to go off with her. You know, we know he's all upset and we, he thinks he's a big tough guy like Carl always did. So, yeah, maybe we shouldn't watch watch the kid and make sure we have eyes on him at all times. Let's just <laughs> let him go wander off and follow fucking Carol back to the war. So uh, good, thing, good thing they're all looking out for the young ones. Fucking idiots. <laughs> so another montage. Shit's getting shittier, shittier. I have to say something, Joe, and I want you to attack me here because you're going to disagree. I think in 70% of this episode, the dialogue was a little bit better than at least last season it felt a little bit more like real people talking like when we got the scenes with daryl and that whole group discussing things and a couple of things we got with carl at times they actually felt like real humans talking where last half a season and the season before i felt like everyone was saying one-liners and no one was actually communicating so i do want to point out some of the good parts i feel like there was a little bit more of like the cast seems to be trying even harder to try to to try to make something out of what they're doing at least at least that's the vibe the vibe 
eye guard. Joe, Joe, I'm trying to shine this I fucking. I can't. I can't agree with that. <laughs> Do it. Attack yeah, it. You had, a, you had a, anybody that responded to Carl responded in a one liner. So there goes that. Right. Um, and then Ezekiel continuing to do all his, he, he, he was done with all that King shit. And then all of a sudden we come back from the mid season finale and he's back in the lingo again. I was going to say, except for the end. And this is what people's reaction to what I just said here right now. Pretty much that's everyone's reaction. They're like, Phil, you, you and that devil's advocate the bullshit. dialogue was no better, dude. It was no better. No better. Do who is better? Is DJ better? They may not end the season with Rick undecided with what to do with Negan because we already fucking know is DJ better. D says, I think Enid should have made it back so Carl could get some McLovin before he went away. Atari Dad says, Shaywiz is up. Oh, but they're talk- having a discussion in there. Milk K. Milk, great to see you. That was the real tragedy. Carl died a virgin. Atari Dad says, in in the show anyways uh we got mv came tutorials great to see you in there casey atheist milt michael bennett i hate to say this but i feel like the committing suicide in and of itself made carl the bravest character ever the madman mart says i love the first season of walking dead but these other seasons are total shit jasmine walking dead says why does joe why does joe watch the show and joe why do you watch the show i don't know jasmine i i used to really love it and i think i'm hoping for it to be good again did this you know, did this season have some real hope to it because they they did some executive shuffling behind the scenes there so maybe that 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 I'm I'm, hold, I'm holding out hope that this show will become good again. I didn't like start hating this show until around the dumpster. So <laughs> J- Jasmine like, I, and I didn't even really start hating it yet like Joe wants you to Jasmine no. wants you to go watch Young and the Restless Joe. So and and, and I'm I'm sorry, but I've gotten through the first four or five episodes of Fear the Walking Dead for all you people that said season three was better. You're you're wrong. <laughs> we'll talk you're just about- fucking straight wrong right from the fucking opening. <laughs> but that's a discussion for that's a discussion story. for a different time. But before straight fucking wrong. Before we get into our other section of the evening, where before I'm not even gonna say those words because once I say it, the music plays and then I'm gonna go, gr- go crazy. D says Joe ain't no quitter. He's a shit spitter. Uh, and we're gonna take a phone call. And of oh, course, yes, if you, we got a call on the line. Yeah, there. we have a call on the line. So let's take a call from area code seven oh nine. Area code seven oh nine. Let us know who you are, where you're calling from, and what your question and our comment is. And area code seven oh nine. You are on the air bonjour ça va how are you doing this evening huh we're doing great how about yourself buddy it's french canadian glad to hear it oh is it french canadian jason my name is uh, french canadian jason that is correct huh that is my name (laughs) oh shit i'm uh, living in quebec right now but i'm originally from uh, crystal lake in the united states huh (laughs) oh fuck oh god crystal lake that sounds kind of familiar yeah keep going Yes, I just, uh, it's funny, I'm a big fan of Joe and yourselves, uh, but uh, I must tell you, I originally found this show, uh, I was looking online for a way to avoid uh, Ookers downtown Montreal Sunday morning, uh, That's and to come up with this review of Fear of the Walking Dead, so it brought <laughs> me to you, I'm a very big fan, uh, first time caller, long time listener, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Oh, thank you, French Canadian Jason, I hope you find plenty of people to kill tonight. <laughs> I must ask you, huh? I've never watched this show. I think it's stupid, but uh, <laughs> I respect that you like it. So I must, I must ask just one question. Um, 
as somebody who thinks it's uh, totally repulsing to watch a show like this about dead people uh, killing <laughs> others, uh, uh, tell me, why should I watch this show as a fan and what, uh, what is appealing about it as a, a non-doer? Thank you, French-Canadian Jason. Talk to you soon, my friend. Joe, uh, you answered that question for the French-Canadian Jason. As a non-viewer, the only appealing thing about this show would be to keep up with it so that you could come back to Phil the Issues Guy show and watch our shit all over it. Or at least watch me shit all over it, because that seems to be all I've been doing for the last. Yeah, season. Joe, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? What the fuck? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shine this up, Joe. There's, there's gonna be a lot of stuff. Let's, <laughs> let, let's get into this. It's about time. It's and no more fucking around. Let's get into this fucking shit. And no, I, I, I'm all my shits all in different places tonight. So I'm sorry. Hey, let's get into this shit right now. Okay, we're gonna get into the fucking recap. D says good plug, Joe. Yeah, we, we Joe's doing a good job with the plug. Oh shit, my camera went flying everywhere. Let's get that fucking camera back where it fucking belongs. Oh, time for the recap here of this episode. So as I was mentioning, I like the Carol stuff. I like the Ezekiel stuff. It was all right for him comparatively to how I usually feel about Ezekiel. I feel like his his thou art crap was a little toned down in this episode to a certain oh, extent. Every word out of his mouth was <laughs> thou art crap. Maybe I'm just used to it. It's TV Stockholm Syndrome, Joe. I'm oh, starting to get used to this bullshit. awful. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you fuck. Think, okay, so your followers were all like, oh, he talks like a fucking Renfair guy. Let's follow him. But, like, these guys, you really think they give a shit two shits about your thou art crap? Every time he opens his mouth with thou art crap, I would smack him across <laughs> the fucking jaw. And I would have started that way back in day one when I first walked up to the gate and I was like, let's make a deal. And he goes, this is the kingdom of smack. What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> like over and over again that should have been the running joke for the last season and a half is that anytime this guy's around ezekiel and he opens his thou art mouth he just smacks him in the face until he's fucking talks right we have a text message from Erico 215 that says how many death scenes does this kid need i think he's talking about you how many death scenes do you need to make to make yourself oh no i think he's talking about carl how many death scenes does carl need yes i agree how many times does carl need to die he's like that dude there's right? a there's a soprano episode where uh where Tony starts like saying goodbye 15 times. And I think Feech Lamada is like, look at this guy. He kid says goodbye 15 times. It was almost like that. Like Carl, like we get it. You're dying here. Uh, but could you move things along? Cause this is where we differ on this episode. We're going to get into this obviously in the recap. I think the scenes with Carl dying again, were well done, but we got too much of them too much. I think there was like three good ones in four horrible ones. And we yes. could have just dealt with three of them. It was, it should have been a lot quicker than it was. Right. We should have checked in with Carl at the beginning, the same montage that we're about to talk about. Maybe some different music. Then check in with Carl in the middle of the episode to have a scene with Michonne, Rick, and Sadiq. And then check with him at the end of the episode. I think when they start getting into those parallels back and forth with the Morgan killing the kids situation, back and forth with Carl, I think that's when this episode gets hinky and boring and drawn out and a little bit like they're trying to... How easy it was and then... 
to Morgan. Exactly. And they're trying, they're trying to like force meaning. They're trying to like stick something really small into some tight place. And they're, they're just trying to like break. It just doesn't work. Not every episode of the walking dead has to be deep philosophical bullshit. It goes back to my same thing. They're trying to be too arty. Just give it to us. It's a fucking raw show. The best deaths were the season one deaths or other season two deaths, season three, four, whatever the deaths that came when you're least expected. And it's just handled like whatever, when this big, huge thing. And I know that Carl's a big character, but he didn't need 15 deaths. So thank you so much. Uh, caller, uh, texter. So let's get into this episode. As I said, and so the episode starts out that we get a shot of Rick's bloodshot eyes and his his mercy prevails over his wrath is something that he said. And The Walking Dead, it seems like this is a device that they've been doing a lot in the last couple of seasons, Joe, where they repeat things a lot. We see this scene with Rick's bloodshot eyes. We saw it last season at one point. We see it again. It They, they repeat these things almost like, oh God, like, like what Breaking Bad did well, they're trying to do and it doesn't quite work, but that's it's what they're- awful. It, it doesn't work. Not everything. They're trying to make everything so deep and weird. The Walking Dead is best when it's a fucking pulpy kind of show. That's why the that's why the Morgan, at least for me, anyways, that's why the Morgan and Carol stuff Carol worked the best in this episode. I even didn't mind the uh, Thou Art guy, the the Ezekiel Ooh. and the Gavin stuff because it was a because li- it was a little comical, you know. And it was drop a, the Thou Art shit, and I would have been fine with that. Fair, stuff. that would have been fair, great. Fair. I'm a little Stockholm syndrome to it at this point i'm a little just okay this is how it's gonna be i like the actor he's charming and i think and i think him and that dude uh and i think gavin was it was it was an interesting dynamic that they were trying to portray i don't think it was completely successful but it wasn't my least favorite part of the episode it's like the family guy gag when anybody falls and it's ah, <laughs> ah and it just goes on and on and on until you finally fucking laugh at it like it's not gonna stop until you laugh and then it might not stop until you laugh again. Like, that's what they're doing with this Ezekiel shit. It's just going to keep going on and on and on until everybody's okay with it. <laughs> I will never be okay with this. Oh, nice. We get Carmine from Red Team Review in the live motherfucking chat. Great to see Carmine, our good buddy. Lots of love to him. Carl needs 15 deaths so people who hated Carl can jerk off multiple times. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. As always, Carmine, <laughs> dropping fucking knowledge for people. Carl! You Carl, you need to die! And so, so everyone's going, Oh, oh Chandler! Cold. Oh, Chandler, touch me! Fucking what the flying fuck my camera my camera is flying all over the place. It's, it's like it's like a point my camera is like a point in the walking dead. It's like flying everywhere. It, it's the walking dead just is so desperate to be remembered as one of the great AMC deep drama shows up there with and I, whatever people think of Mad Men or Breaking Bad, like to be thought of in the, that category or like Game of Thrones or or Vikings it's, or whatever, like this this deeper show. It's not, but it was never was that type of show. Even The right. Walking Dead when it was great, and I and I would say I know a lot of people like it's chic right now to be Walking Dead season one and two. I legitimately liked The Walking Dead till halfway through season six is when I started to uh, lose it a little bit lose my lose lose my television erection for the walking dead it was around that time but and i still think season one's the best but i think the show didn't really start to 
but it could be me. I've always said this. It could be me that I've changed, but I feel like the show around season four, when it started to get really, really popular from four to six, right around the time that Gimple took over, it started to want to take itself a little bit more serious than I think it really should. And that's not to mean the shit that happened on it earlier wasn't serious, but it was always based around at least some entertainment, some level of fun, some level of well, of co- comedic she, shit or something. Like, this episode and a lot of the stuff that's happened the last couple of seasons is just dry and boring. And the seasons also got bigger. And with these bigger seasons, they decided to draw out their storylines and give us a lot of episodes that just didn't move. And in order to do that, you had to ramp up the drama, the in-house drama, <laughs> and where they lost where all the drama in how in group drama came from in the first few seasons was the Shane, Rick and, and Lori tension that was going on. Do you notice and that? So oh, without sorry. that anymore, they had to do something. So they drew out the governor storyline and then brought him back. They drew out all this shit. And what worked good about the whole sequence where Beth dies in the, the rapist cops thing was that it was quick. It was a, it was a quick part of the story that, that got us to our next point rather than drawing it out like like this one now for multiple it's seasons. In, it's interesting that also the point in time that I'm talking about, it didn't just – it was basically the time where what you were just saying, where they stopped – progressing time and they started just having these things last like a minute like a season lasts uh like like all the time from a certain point in time became that between season six the beginning of season six and now is months or or weeks even or something it's just been such two weeks it's like two weeks. weeks two three weeks and i don't think that works i think the walking dead works the best when they're progressing towards something that's why when people say why do you still watch the walking dead or like when you hate it I don't hate it. It's just the show has wasted potential, but I do think there is still a possibility. And Joe and I did a podcast, and you can go back and check it out on the channel, about Scott Gimple being replaced as the showrunner and about what we hope for in with, with changing over The Walking Dead. I still think it has a chance to get back to being fun and being what it needs. I think it just needs to stop taking itself so fucking seriously and start getting back to zombie-killing fun. And, and not just zombie-killing fun, but you can deal with the interworkings of trying to build societies and shit like that, but you don't need to make it so fucking heavy. So in try to make a deeper fucking meaning to every single thing. Joe, can I tell you something, man? Please. Joe. You're my friend. I love you. You're my best friend. Joe, you're my best friend. No, you you, you came too early to fill. You're oh, supposed to tell me you love me in five more minutes. Five wait, more minutes. Wait, wait. I can, it's a podcast. I can't wait that long. I love you. You're putting too much of it together. <laughs> I know I am. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do it on the spot. Wait, I'm trying to make this deep. I gotta get real close to the Dude, camera. I'll make it deep. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Joe, you'll last about 20. If, if you came here, you'd last about 20 seconds. Oh yeah. Of course <laughs> I would. What do you think? I you think I'm in it for you? <laughs> in it to win it, oh, Joe. You're, 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 you're cute little boy. You're, you're in it to win it. I love you too. Oh yes. 
Uh, so, so it was. There was a lot of that in this episode tonight. So we, then we get to the old man Rick stuff, talking to Jerry, having fun with conversations. We see happy Nick at night, Nick at night music going on. We see Michonne, Rick digging a hole. It's 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 a beautiful, fun time. Uh, it's great times on the on the old campsite here in this black in this black and white uh, lost flash forward thing just going on. I don't watch the show, but it's hard. I dropped in to say a like to my man Phil in the live motherfucking chat. Love you guys. Holy shit, Joe is here and shaved looking great we've got nightmare in there the nightmare boys great to see you buddy at tom himself in the live motherfucking chat great to see everybody check it out this live show and thank you to everyone that popped on in tonight and if you haven't already and you're enjoying this stuff please hit the subscribe button and join us for more fun for this whole half a season of the walking dead and if you're listening to the audio cast subscribe to the podcast uh, to the live streams on youtube so you can join us live and be in the live motherfucking chat and share your thoughts or call in and be part of the show and if you're watching live think about subscribing to the podcast you can find the link in the description box below so here we go. So we see we see uh, we see Michonne and Rick digging a hole. They're d- digging a hole, fixing a hole where the sun comes in. And then uh, for when Carl's dead. And th- I was going to talk about this later in the episode, but we might as well just get all the shit on the can out on the floor, Joe. The other thing I don't like. Because I'm going to be talking about stuff I do like. We haven't got to it yet. And I know I know you may disagree. But another thing I don't like that's snuffing me all up in my upagus is how The Walking Dead thinks it can just play with time without telling you and just mess around scene for scene and just mess around with the timeline and, and like just not care. It doesn't care about it doesn't care about logical linear time anymore at all. At, at all, at all, because they're flashing back between flashbacks of Carl's projected future to live right time and then Michonne and Rick digging a hole when Carl's dead. And I get it that they're doing that, but they do that it too much. It makes no sense. They just flash what, around. They, they, there's no rhyme or that? reason. There's no rhyme or reason to any of it. Why couldn't they just put that scene at the end of the episode? Why do we have to interpret Rick and Michonne shoveling? And people are, you're complaining about Rick and Michonne. It's, the, it's, systematic, yes. to, it's systematic to the fucking Rick. problem with this show ruins the flow and how do you get it you say i get it but why how what what makes you get that uh, like because i get it because it ruins the flow of the show no i, I get, get what they're trying to do conceptually <laughs> they're trying to deepen the moments they're trying to make you say in this moment look at look at all the effect it. look at all the effect that this one cause will happen and see it see it happen in this blink of an eye i just don't think it works they're not good enough to make it work because it comes off as stupid and doesn't bounce and they just don't transition well enough between those moments they do with the rick black and white but then they transition to that third timeline you can't just do that pick two timelines you go back and forth to that to the projected flash forward and you come back and then you come back to the other other thing i just if you did that then you would need to like put another filter because you have one timeline be a weird filter and then the other one looks the same as the normal time so One's it's, not even a flash forward. It's a dream. It's a dream. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. It's yeah, like we a, all thought it was Rick's dream before, but it's Carl's dream. It's Carl's apparently. dream. Yeah, he's he's dream. I'm sorry. I keep calling it a flash forward, but it's it's not. I just want to make reference to Lost to, to, for uh, for stupid reasons. Um, I'm waiting for more reviews. I'll wait to hear them from there. Wasting my time here with drunk Joe. Oh, Jasmine, lots of love to you. Hope you come back <laughs> in the future. Uh, I am drunk and high, so the episode was fucking awesome for Tom himself. Gecko says I'll definitely be back for Game of Thrones and all those great music videos. Phil's been banging out. Definitely want to try to put out some more music videos for Game of Thrones and more fun with that stuff, too. It's just, uh, it's, it's, anyone have any thoughts or comment or for songs that you want to do? Definitely email me. I got issues, man, at gmail.com. And I would Drunk love to. Am I. 
just, Jasmine, just on, tell man. me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she's she's you talking about this podcast for the Walking I Dead. Know, right? What the fuck? What the fuck is this podcast? Why do you even watch us? <laughs> yeah, why do you even watch us? Come on. <laughs> No, but thank you so much for checking on in, and we do appreciate it. And uh, and we actually we're jealous of you because some people could think Joe and I want to hate. We don't want to hate. Watch our Better Call Saul uh, podcast one time, or most of our Game of Thrones stuff. We want to gush all over stuff and say we love this. Oh my goodness, this was awesome more than anything. I, mean, I really think it it bothers when I when I throw out this venom and I throw out this hate, and it bothers the fans. It bothers the big hardcore fans of the walking dead and i get that but the reason let's explore the reason why it actually bothers you that i'm throwing the shade <laughs> let's do this i'm gonna sit i'm gonna sit back and it relax bothers you because you know i'm fucking right and deep inside it hurts that you hear what what you know to be true about why the fuck does carl have to say goodbye 30 times what, like all these questions i i put forward and i'm like make no sense or or is foolish action like all people say to me is don't hate why do you watch the show well give me an explanation as to why these things actually take place any of the things i rant about explain them to me so that they make sense because the show didn't fucking do it maybe you can but honestly, I think that, that that we're hurt by it because you know that some part of you knows that this is the truth of what you've watched. And and it hurts. And so you lash out at me. And I understand that. Fair, fair, fair. Well, not the, that's fucking clear. And I will take it. And I will take it for you so that you will be able to continue to enjoy the show from a stance of, and don't take this the wrong way, uh, Ignorant bliss. What did Joe? What did Joe think? What did Joe? What did Joe think? What did Joe? What did Joe think? Was it good or did it really fucking stink? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> So, okay, so then we get a flashback to Carl helping the kid, and we see a wrestle with the walker. And I thought this, honestly, uh, this is where you can disagree with me, Joe, or you can always disagree with me, but this is, this, this <laughs> oh, is what yes, I, this, yeah, yeah, you do. When I don't disagree, I will. <laughs> you will disagree. disagree. Yeah, that, don't, don't dare me to disagree. This one, <laughs> this to me was one of the better scenes filmed in the episode, uh, seeing it from, and I wish we saw it a couple of episodes ago, last season, but seeing it from Carl's perspective and seeing the bite, seeing his reaction in that moment. It's almost how I would feel in that world, too. You're, you're living in that world. You're, it's, it's, it's the closest we've gotten to what I want from the walkers on Walking Dead, that feeling of you think you're in control in this situation, but they can get you when you least expect it, and it's just a little snap and you're fucked, even if you're a half a second away in all those moments where you barely escape. This was one of those moments where he couldn't escape. So... I so I appreciate that. I appreciate the way they showed it to us, and I think Chandler did a great job in this scene because he didn't have to talk, and a lot of it was done just with the tension in the moment and the slow motion effect. I thought worked really well in that section and the bite, the crunch. Like I could feel it. This was one of the few moments of the episode where I felt something emotional in this moment, where like it was oh shit, fuck oh oh, and I I just thought this was one of the better scenes in the episode from the Carl's perspective. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, because I... Carl has sucked. Like, yes, this is because Carl has sucked completely for me- since 
He shot that kid. Everything past that is kind of suck. And I disagree. No, that kid was not putting down his fucking weapon. That kid was not. Well, talk, down Joe, we're we're gonna talk weapon. about that because it seemed like that scene was just for our podcast. Because it was just for our podcast. We have debated this yeah. for so yeah. fucking long. Again, AMC is watching our show, Phil, and they did this fucking carryover thing just to fuck with, just to see if I would call him out on the four month fucking morning fuck you <laughs> so jump tube says what's so terrible or just revealing that bite during last series as it happened was it that necessary to right. do all these flashback crap and just right. keep doing it no dj bitter says we i always say bitter better i'm sorry <laughs> i always say bitter i don't i don't mean you're bitter you're not bitter better dj better we needed that seed you go phil j madden says yes when chandler doesn't talk he's much better carl mcrib ren says but carl had a gun didn't he use it he was too late is westworld good uh don't want to get joe on that rant tom i'll talk to you about that later joe man he's better yet when he's not on camera or not talking to jay man timothy targaryen says yes westworld was dope uh I'm I'm only not saying MV games. I'm only not saying your comments because I don't want to destroy your language. Uh, Jasmine says, fuck Game of Thrones, Joe. Smiley face. Tyron Dad says, I, I disagree. The guy. I, lo I love you, Jasmine. You're, you're like, yeah, Jasmine, you're fucking awesome, dude. Uh, Tyron Dad, I agree. The guy was surrendering his weapon. Duke Chronic, they really did a lot of a lot to Carl since he was the since he was to shoot first, the Greedo and Han thing. They went back and re-edited that, and Carl did Carl shot first. Chuck Boy again with that. <laughs> kid at the prison let it go joe let it go mary says carl wanted some pudding after he got bit tyree dead says he was handing over the weapon to him he wasn't pointing at him not sure how you're not seeing that i don't know no he was not watch it again he was not handing over nothing he was lifting it and that means if i say drop a weapon this motion is not drop joe the you only reason trying to hand it to me but that's not the command. The command is, I'm going to kill you if you don't drop the weapon. Drop the weapon. The, yeah. only, the only reason we're talking about this tonight, Joe, is because they actually talked about it in the episode. That's the only reason I'm permitting us to talk about this tonight. Again, we've talked about this so fucking much. Drop but they, the weapon. That's all you have to do. Drop the weapon. You open your hands and it falls to the ground. You don't get shot. Drop the weapon. Gets you shot. Carter didn't have a choice, Joe. Right, not dropping the weapon. Oh my Get goodness! Get you shot. Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's continue here. So Herschel was wrong. <laughs> I love Carl. Oh, uh, th this is why I love this new setup, and I hope you guys are enjoying the new setup here with Joe and I both on screen <laughs> and in the live motherfucking chat, all on sc on screen right now. We're trying a new setup. That's why we're a little late to start tonight, and I hope it's w the sound and everything's working out all right for you guys. Uh, the music should sound a little bit better tonight when we're playing it too, so we're not through the Google Hangouts anymore. But th thank you, everyone, and people that's listening to the audio podcast. Like, we don't give a shit about this stuff, and you're not gonna edit this out, asshole. No. It's Sorry, audio cast. We're not at Joe's giving you the fucking uh, giving you a smiley face and the the love the love symbol right now. Uh, so okay so we flash back to carl helping the kid and we see the uh him wrestling with the walkers eyes freak out he gets bit i thought this was a well well done scene so then we get a very interesting scene uh, interesting setup happening here where we get the we get the carl mo montage of everything that happened to him after he got oh, what 
I'm gonna play with all my fuck this oh so I hated this. You hated this. So okay. My quest my quest Oh so, sorry. My my, qu- my question really? for you. Okay, so we get some happy music clips with them heading back into the sewers, heading back. We see Carl in the mirror dealing with his death. Uh t- taking off his clothes. Interesting song choice, as I said, as he looks and loses his shit, but cleans himself up. And we get, we see the hat. We see that he's ready for his last day. Back to Carl asking about where everyone is, where Michonne left. He's going to go write some letters. He's like, dude, I don't have much time to live. Then he stops and sits, writes some letters for his family. And then we see him in, uh, with some dude. He swears, <laughs> or he's, he's hanging out and he's setting up a place to die in the sewers. Then we see Carl leaving letters, spending some time with Judith, taking some selfie Polaroids, giving the dude, uh, giving, uh, Sadiq is his name, giving that dude candy and some a big uh, Kit Kat bar, and he gives the Kit Kat back bar back, and it's the music. It's happy. It's the lyrics are interesting, but the song choice is weird. And then Michonne comes home and Carl I don't smiles. Think he was setting up a place for him to die. I think he was setting up a place for Sadiq to sleep. Oh, to, so because he couldn't have him at home until he was approved into the group. Right, and the and shit went down, and everybody had to go down there, and it went to hell. So, so, and then that scene ended. My question for you, Joe, because I have two different feelings about this scene. I didn't like it either, but I liked yeah. everything. But wait, I liked everything in the montage. I don't think montages are intrinsically bad. I think sometimes shows use montages to a poor effect. I think filmed wise. I liked everything that happened in this montage. And I know people will disagree. This is one of those things that people might disagree with. Some people might have loved this. I don't think it was the right song. I think, okay. I, think it, I think it was all about the song choice. I think that song choice killed the scene. And I think if it was something different, maybe something by the... I'm just saying the Rolling Stones. I, I kept thinking of Painted Black, Sympathy for the Devil. I don't know. Some, something like... I know those are overplayed songs, but the, I just don't think the music was quite right for it. I get something somewhat upbeat, but it wasn't quite dark enough. It was too uh, Juno for me. <laughs> yeah, no. The whole scene was horrible. Because if you remember the urgency of the last episode... Right? How many letters did he write out? One to Daryl, one to Dad, one to Michonne, Enid. one to Enid, one to uh, Eric. That's at least five letters right there. Okay. Uh, plus going to play with Judith. Plus setting up the cot down there. You know, I'll just leave Sadiq down there while I go write my letters and play with Judith. You know, whatever. Like so- it, it just so much was done in that montage that it ruins the entire urgency from last episode as well. Very fair. And I want to jump in that. Someone says the song was a song was a story. I didn't mind the lyrics of the song. I get why they picked it. I just don't think the tone of the song was quite right for the scenes that they were putting. I thought it could have done better with a slightly different song choice in that. Did we need the montage? Did we need the, this is what Carl did with his last day. Because they have to pay respect. Because they have to pay respect to Chandler Riggs, Joe, and give him lots of shit to do in this episode. And I want to say lots of love to give a huge shout out to Brazil watching right now. Huge lots of love to uh, Brazil in the live motherfucking chat. Lots of love. Lots of love. And to they talk- should have given him a gory fucking death and not this fucking la 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 goodbye. And I, I killed myself. I didn't make dad have to do it. Like I had to do it for mom. Like, come on. Just why couldn't he have been ripped apart in the fucking woods? Uh, Nightmare says it would have been better off without the montage. Uh, Brown Sugar would yes. have been a good, sh- good song to. Uh, 
uh, Chalk Boy. DJ says, the music was weird. Gotta go tonight. Have fun all. Great to see you, DJ. Thank you so much for popping on in the live motherfucking chat tonight. Mary says, funny, Phil. You were so right about on Target. Just watched the montage with low sound. Wasn't quite right. And uh, the kid has seen his last sunset. Maybe doing a lot of stuff. Slows down the turning. He planted the fucking tree. Oh, yeah. He also planted the tree. Poor Carl died a virgin. That shit right. just ate right, says Johnny Rico. Lots of love to Jay in the live chat right now. So then we go to the interesting part of the episode to more to the Morgan stuff. So Morgan's in the sniper spot looking around for, at some walkers, but he sees something else. He sees uh, the saviors shooting a bunch of walkers and carving a path to be able to escape the trap. Morgan talks in the walkie talkies about what's happening with his team and the saviors are fixing the walker barricade situation. Morgan says they're making a path as they do the saviors route and they break through and they shoot up where Morgan is and it runs into action. Right. action so mode. why were they trapped in the first fucking place? So fucking pathetic. Okay, let's let's make this whole thing like we're all trapped. We're never going to get the fuck out. And it's this big fucking deal. But when it comes down to it, we're just going to shoot them all and walk the fuck out. Easy peasy, no problem. Anyway. Like, were they surrounded by walkers or not? Like, again, just awful. Awful writing. Awful, like, awful that this was, like, their big... <laughs> I, I can't even explain how fucking awful this was. Again, <laughs> zombies are not a fucking threat unless you're a stupid idiot like Carl is. <laughs> you just like over and over again. How many times do you have to not play with fucking zombies, Carl? You went out and played with them at the farm, and oh, one almost bit you then too. Like fucking don't poke the bear, you asshole. Like I, I was made to beat this world. Why? You're a fucking moron and you don't do anything anyone tells you and you leave the fucking village without your shit buddy all the goddamn fucking time. Never. You pick up strangers to be your shit buddy. Never leave without your shit buddy, you dumbass. Just don't do it. You leave your shit buddy, man. Don't have to worry. Get your shit buddy. Too soon. Hello to Brazil. Too soon, Joe. The fat lady was singing. We have not seen how Negan and Father Gabriel got out yet. Don't have to worry. Okay, so, so yeah, where's Jesus? Uh, we saw. I saw him in a commercial. I, I yeah. definitely, I definitely saw him in a commercial. Uh, Morgan says they're making a path as they do this shoot, the, shoot out a path, and Morgan runs. He goes into action movie action mode, and we're there as he runs. We hear music in the background as he knocks on the fence, who tracks some walkers, and he chase. It works perfectly. And it was just one of those weird things that it works. Per, it's like perfectly timed as Morgan yep. like shuffles some walkers right as the guys that are chasing him are coming out. It's, I mean, it's typical action movie stuff. That yep. stuff, I doesn't bother me on The Walking Dead at all. You'll never hear me uh, shit on that. I'm pointing it out, but I don't mind that. That. that's cool that's fine it's like daryl shooting make shooting a rocket launcher last season like like that kind of action shit is just entertaining to me and what the walking dead should do more of action set set motion things always moving like this yes you can deal and have some dialogue and interaction with characters but i think it should mostly be comedic not like not like slapstick funny but like daryl merle uh, rick grimes funny or intense but not drawn down I think most of the dialogue is always like this. And it just creates this, it's at least for me, uh, a difficulty connecting to what's going on. So 
we hear music in the background and he's chasing them. Then, so then we cut to Carl in the uh, cars and the savior group driving away as Morgan is following them. We come back in and we see the Crypt Keeper Walker and Carol is going to fight all of them. I thought this was kind of a funny scene. So let's listen to this for a second. You versus all of them? Yeah. They don't stand a chance. It's not just Carol. I'm going too. No, you're not. I killed my brother, and I'm not going to let him kill you. Dumbass. I can do it. Dumbass. I can help you. Dumbass. Morgan taught me the stick. You taught me the gun. It's not happening. Fucking Ollie here, Joe. I, I gotta say, I gotta say, I I could also watch Carol uh, rag on kids all day long. I, I can't get enough of this shit. I can't get enough of her calling kids a dumbass. She's basically like, listen, dumbass, you're not coming with me. And you mentioned before, we, who's watching this kid that let this kid follow them? Well, what right? the fuck? Nobody's fu- watching him. Nobody gives a shit about him. His only fucking family member died. So who the fuck cares about this little kid? He's a mouth to feed. Nobody loves him. He's a whiny little fucking bitch. Period. Apparently. Let him go wander off and die in the fucking woods. That's what they think of this kid. His brother's dead. He might as well be dead too. Go, go, go. Get out of here, son. You bother me. You bother me. So then we go back to, and then we get into the rest, <laughs> the rest of the episode. Ultimately, what happened? What happens next is then things just kind of stop progressing for the Carl storyline as we get back to Carl showing Rick the bite. Look. Rick and Michonne the bite. Carl showing Rick and Michonne. Oh wait, the, I guess that I guess that wasn't it. <laughs> Let's try this. Oh, I get, I get. It's just a lot of breathing. Oh, oh here we go. Sorry. It's I gotta pee. Sorry. Run off. It's okay. I wasn't sure if you'd make it back before. Okay, I can't listen to this fucking shit. So, <laughs> I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I was eating a sandwich, so I was trying to stall time. So, so now that now that Joe, let me let me talk about. It. I just fucking love this episode. Fuck, fuck that guy, Joe. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know, he's a tough guy to argue with. Wait, wait, oh, he's coming back. Shit, shit, he's coming back. Shit, he's coming back. Don't come back. Go pee. <laughs> so, Carl is happy he made it back. Uh, just. He's happy he made it back to be able to talk to Rick, but just in case he brought them letters. So Rick is freaking out. He's like, is, was it the saviors? Who did this? What happened? You got to tell me. What's the situation? And Carl is basically like, it just happened. And what I liked about this scene, the fir- especially... I got bit. I got bit. I just got bit. That's it. That's all that happened. What I enjoy about this scene and what... Sh- Again, I'm rewriting the fucking episode, but what should have happened is we get this scene alone where this is disclosed, and then we don't see Rick, Carl, and Michonne until the end of the episode, till we have the conclusion of that, where Sadiq comes in, has a connection, we have that scene about the doctor shit, whatever, and then Rick and Michonne ultimately take Carl out to die. Or we see them maybe in passing in the middle of the episode when Daryl and his whole crew come into play for, for a second. But we keep going back to this well over and over again. I thought in... In just this moment, I thought this actually really worked for a second, for a fucking second, and, but it didn't last. And that, and that's the, and that's the disappointment here because it's it seems like a lack of creativity of where you could have gone with all of this. Anyways, 
hey, Joe, what do you know? So Rick is freaking out. Was the Savior's nope? Carl's just got bit and bringing someone back. Michonne's not accepting it. And again, I cannot say enough awesome things about Andrew Lincoln and denies acting in this scene. They pay. They played the pain really well. Rick is sweating and crying all over the place in his uh get way into it maybe a little bit hammy towards the end because he kept having to do the same thing over and over again so it's like you can't play it too much you have to just keep going there but i thought for the most part it kind of worked so then we go to ezekiel as prisoner ezekiel and he's gonna kill you now he's gonna kill you now yeah he is. said he's gonna kill you you don't care and there's nothing I can do to stop that. Thou art mortal. Thou art mortal. Doth protest my rage. I take thy hand and strike thee down with great worry of extended journey. You dirty motherfucker. Gavin fuck. Is his name Gavin? I think his name's Gavin. I don't care about this guy enough to actually have learned his name, but I think he's Gavin. Hey. You hear me? I ferried my people to freedom. Fuck yeah! What befalls me now matters not. Oh, it matters, idiot! So we get this back and forth about Gavin trying to prove he's a good guy and that he's the best of the bad dudes. Listen, I didn't really want to be a bad dude. I'm just choosing the winning side. Look at look at what happened to you. You chose the good guys and you got fucked. Fuck you. That doesn't work. Don't don't be a good guy. <laughs> and we get this whole back and forth with that shit and it doesn't stop <laughs> that goes through the whole fucking episode all the way up to the fucking that, that's what i'm saying like ultimately once we get into this section then it's just rinse and repeat for a while so and they, everything no no exactly except for the morgan this- except for the morgan and carol part that's interesting and it's not because it was just action. I hate to be like, you and me are not action junkies. We're not, not every show or every moment has to have crazy action, but it just happened to be that the only cool stuff in this episode were the Morgan and Carol stuff, or the best stuff in this episode were the Morgan and, and Carol Everything stuff. else in this episode from this point on is exactly right, Phil, is rinse and fucking repeat. And it goes on for 40 more minutes. <laughs> so, uh, so Gavin's like, you're fucked. I'm fucked. We're all fucked. Whatever. So then we get Super Agent Morgan doing his thing, stalking saviors, and bumps into Carol. Hey, funny to bump into you here. And they talk about the plan, some different styles. But ultimately, we're going to go in and wipe out every single sa- savior and cause a motherfucking ruckus. And we're creating some motherfucking ruckus. So then we come back in with Michonne and Rick still talking to Carl. And it's more of this. <sighs> I've got, I've got, this is where Sadiq comes in. He's got some drugs to help with this fever. His mom and dad died, so I hope it helps a bit. And everyone's just like, I don't give a ibuprofen. Yeah, okay, thanks. Thanks for the drugs, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Read the room, Sadiq. Take a walk, dude. So Michonne's just like, gives him, I want to kill you look, but then goes, thank you. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here now. And Rick, and then we have the doctor scene. Where Rick says, are, are you a doctor? Because <laughs> he's giving him ibuprofen. It's a Rick's supposition. He's a doctor. And right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, I was a resident. Resident. You know? Oh, convenient. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, I thought you looked familiar. And were you, were you in the, uh, the hospital when I was in the... Uh, when I was... Yeah, that was a little far away before it was him. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Could have been him. So, and, and Rick goes, was that why you saved him? Because he was a doctor? And uh, and Carl says, no, let's listen to that. 
Are you a doctor? Oh, sorry. Wrong moment. My, my, my shit's all fucked up, I guess. Ultimately, what I did like about that, all those scenes, though, were the, the sound of the explosions in the background while they were in there. I thought that was a cool... Oh, really? Like, <laughs> like, they're getting bombed? Like, it's fuck, they're in a bomb shelter? I thought from an audio bombed standpoint, it, crea- it created some tension. It created a little bit of tension. Of course it created tension because there was no tension otherwise because everybody mourned for Carl's death all the way up until now. There was no tension, so let's make it sound like they're getting fucking bombed, like it's fucking Pearl Harbor or some shit. That was fucking horrible. Like, like they're fucking in some bomb shelter in Sarajevo or Joe, Syria. Joe, I miss bombed. I miss you more like, than Pearl Harbor. Me? I miss you more than Pearl Harbor. Miss the mark. It was it was like how many grenades are they throwing? Are they gonna blow up every fucking house in town? I, like all you really have to do is walk through them. Why are we wasting <laughs> like explosives blowing this place up? You said it yourself. Why don't we fucking move in here? It's nice. There's a wall. There's houses. There's power. There's. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. It's better than better than some of the, some of my uh, surroundings sometimes. Uh, so let's continue here. Uh, Carl says nope. So then Rick's trying to uh, trying to confront him, and Michonne says come over here, and she grabs Dwight and says make the bomb stop, and she says please make it stop. You know them. You can make it stop. And then here's Daryl popping on in there. His smelly, beautiful self pops on in there. Then Daryl and Rosita pops in there too, and says, "We need to get, we need to get to the chapa now. We need to get these people to the hilltop now." And Dwight says some shit too, and Daryl says some shit, and Dwight says some more shit, and, and then they all decide to just sit on this shit. Right, and they ultimately does, yeah, exactly. And then Dwight convinces them all to say the shit. What I thought was interesting about this scene is everyone wanted to do something. Like they're all like, "We got to do something. We really need." to do something and rosita was like the strongest one of them all about yeah we gotta just do dwight we can't just sit here and dwight kind of made made a point i mean i have the audio we gotta listen to it but dwight dwight makes a point and and dwight makes a point dwight makes a point and and no one else agrees but rosita then rosita goes okay that makes sense. We're not going. And no one else no one else says anything else. So I guess Rosita's the leader. I guess she decides what happens. So Yeah, well, you know, little miss, I'm gonna go kill fucking him all on my own turns into let's not do anything at this point. <laughs> so let's continue. And then little miss, I don't want to do any of this turns into fucking Rambo again. <laughs> and then we get Daryl saying this. Nightmare. We're gonna be their worst nightmare. We're going to be their worst nightmare, Joe. So we come back in with Carol and Morgan, the CMM power team duo. We see some foot soldiers that they destroy. Morgan says they can't go anywhere, but but he just kills a bunch of guys. Morgan takes two down, and they're out. Morgan tries not to smile, enjoying doing his thing, saying his no, 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 as he fucking kills people. And Carol... Starts to set up that thing again, even though she's bringing people down and he's bringing people down. The way he's doing it shows too much enjoyment. And she's got to lecture him on the moralities of fucking life in a fucking situation dealing with the fucking saviors that are trying to kill you. And I'm sorry. Have we done this? Morgan, we're going to kill this asshole. What's the matter with you? 
it's annoying. It's it it's it's too much. It's it seems like at this point during this, this is the go-to thing, whether it's with Jesus, whether it's with Morgan and Carol, whether it's with Rick at a point in time and Carl here in this episode. The main thing that Gimple wants to get across in this period of time on The Walking Dead through his his lasting point is this battle between you can't you can defeat your enemies without really killing because killing is you're not really you know killing doesn't really solve anything you got to change people sort of thing i think that's no, what it, it makes sure that that person doesn't go out and kill anyone else again it's but in this world in the walking dead world the thing to do is to stop like these people are killing and murder negan needs to be killed you've had many shots you need to just kill negan did you miss negan tonight joe are you excited for Negan next week? Are you? A, are you? I won't. I. I don't. I don't miss Jeffrey Dean Morgan in anything anymore. Like welcome back, Santovia Major Joe. Uh, Joe, are you upset that you're not going to be with us next week to talk about the Negan episode? No. 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 I'm not upset, you dirty fucking bastard. So, uh, so let's continue here and uh, let's get our on the live motherfucking chat. We got Hannibal O'Neill in the motherfucking chat right now. And yeah, don't put it on that top chat shit. Do I have it on top chat? There's a they changed the chat situation. So if you're watching, uh, top chat is they they filter out some of the chat. That's some scary background. <laughs> Phil, I wouldn't have a problem so much with the main character showing mercy if they didn't talk so much. Show, not tell. Excellent point, Atari Dad. Excellent point. Uh, yep. Yeah. They, they just talk and talk and talk. And it would help if the dialogue was better, but it's not too good and it's just not well done. So then we see. I'd rather had Carl die and then we all got to read his letters instead. That might have been a good thing, too, if he died in the last episode and this episode was Rick and Michonne finding the letters and reading them and then seeing things from all those characters' perspectives as we flash back to Carl's last moments and stuff like that, like flashback to the stuff we saw in the montage, actually get into those moments instead. Good to see Hannibal. I'm going to be playing a little bit of Hannibal's music a little bit later on the show before we end things at the end. So uh, let's continue. Let me put down this sandwich so I can get the dual camera back up. So we see some foot soldiers. Carl's not worried. I almost feel like yada yada in the rest of this episode because it's a lot of the same. We go back. We go back to Gavin and Ezekiel, and they go back and forth. And Gavin is no way a good guy, and he tries to play it off like I'm the good bad guy. And come on, dude. So then we go to Carl and Michonne saying some more goodbyes, and it wasn't supposed to be like this. I was supposed to survive. And they go, they talk. They keep going back and forth. It's gotta stop, Michonne. Here we go. It's not supposed to be like this. I know it can be better. Easy to say when you're lying there dying, Carl. You know, I, I, I hope I think that way if I'm lying on a bed. Joe, be nice to everybody. Just you know, all those people I hate and want and really dislike and want you to, you know, hate for me too. You know, you know <laughs> because we're friends, you got to hate the people I hate. You know, all those people, uh, you know, uh, be nice to them. No, fuck you. Kill them all, Carl. Come on, dude. You know these people are fucking. You're, you're, t- you're telling Spaghetti Negan doesn't need to be dealt with? Come on, dude. So don't confuse the matter. So then we go to Team Daryl, Sasha, Rosita, waiting to see if uh, if it all really stopped. And Daryl gives the baby back to Rick, and they're going to go and check. Then we go back. Okay, that baby when they handed off to Daryl, it looked like a fucking doll. I'm sorry, that head didn't move. Uh, it didn't even shiver. 
Not even a was hair that that, that was baby that was baby Judith supposedly. Yeah, and Be, I'm sorry, but especially when we saw Judith later in the episode and she actually looked older. Atari says, "Nah, Negan will probably rub it in and say he would have protected Carl if he was his." I agree. I think that as well. I think Negan's going to be very upset that Carl dies, and that actually really upsets me because some interesting Negan stuff happens with Carl in the books, and I would have liked to see some of that on screen because I think Jeffrey D. Morgan could have pulled it off. But whatever. We got Spaghetti Tuesdays. I have last request. Find Enid or Carol will, <laughs> will do it. So we go back to Carol and Morgan. We see some shit-talking uh, saviors, and Morgan walks around, and Carol's trying to stop him. She's like, she's like, like I'm talking to Lotus. Leave it! Leave it! And, and Morgan's not leaving it. He just goes over there and kills people he doesn't need to kill. And Carol goes and helps out, too. But uh, she's just like, Morgan, you're enjoying yourself way too much. And uh, I, I, I just love how uh, it, Carol's just telling him to leave it. And Morgan's just like, fuck you. I, I love everything Carol and Morgan this episode. This was, this was vintage Walking Dead for me. Like, in, in all ways. Everything I liked about season four, everything I liked about previous that. Like, Carol being cool uh, and Morgan on the move doing shit. I just, I thought, again, I cannot say as much as I did not like a lot of the Carl stuff and a lot of uh, the repetition in that. I really love the Morgan and Carol stuff. And I don't, I'm not sure if you're as high on it, Joe, but, but I, I actually really enjoyed that aspect of this episode. I enjoyed that aspect of this episode. So then we Very get G- Gavin and Ezekiel who, uh, oh God, who wants Ezekiel? Really? Still, they're still going. <laughs> We're not even close here. There's so much more, Joe. We, we see Ezekiel. He's comfy for his last ride. Ezekiel, let me yada yada a lot of this. Yeah, Ken, you, you're absolutely right. This episode was way, way too fucking long for it to go absolutely nowhere. <laughs> so Carl was dead before this episode started, and he finally died at the end of the episode. Like, the only thing that – the only real progression that happened was uh, – Ezekiel's fucking tormentor guy gets killed because Gavin, I think his game's four months now. Yeah. Gavin gets killed. That's Uh, the only thing that progressed to this episode, because like I said, Carl died four months ago to everybody in the fucking world, obviously, except the people that make the walking dead. Joe, do you see who we have in the live in the motherfucking chat? We got our man, Tim, who has this to say to you, Joe. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Tim in the live motherfucking chat. Tim Gersh, lots of love to you, buddy. Shut the fuck up, Joe. He wants a little shut the fuck up, Joe action. And let's go back. Let's go 2015 in here in 16. And get some shut the fuck up, Joe's going on here. Yeah. I've been waiting for Tim to come back. Good to have you back, Tim. Yeah, good to have you back in the live motherfucking chat, Tim. Good to see Broke there as well. Tom says, if I was Carl, I would rather drive to the kingdom and get some weed and head out on the hilltop and get some of that scotch, get some of Gregory's scotch and stash it in and fuck it up. Yes, and get turned out. K. Rich says, did Carl die? Did not see the knife to the back of the head. Yes, he shot himself with a silencer. Silencer a plenty in The Walking Dead. D, great to see. Are you opposed to shooting e- Carl? Are you opposed to shooting Eden in the eye? <laughs> great to see Tim. And let's continue in this episode before uh, before Joe explodes. He's like, okay, we've talked enough. What else is there to say? Back on Rick's eyes again, and we them digging again. Back to a flash forward of uh, the Carl's dream. And we see Eugene and Judith, and uh, it's great to see Eugene again. And here, let's listen to a little bit. 
be my honor if you consider to be the sous to my chef, or I could be said sous and you shall surely chef. Till then, his golden delicious has your name on it. Thanks, Eugene. Is the actor that plays Eugene too aware that people like that Eugene talk and is he overdoing it now? Are they overdoing or are the writers overdoing the Eugene talk? But I, I still, I can't help myself. I like listening to that dude talk. Well, he's going to do that every time he talks apparently because that's what he's always done. Yeah. But the Ezekiel thing really fucking annoys me because that's an act he started putting on and has dropped it and puts it on. He kept he he kept it on in this episode. He fucking did. Santovia Major says I'm good with shooting. Enid just on general purpose. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Major. You're fucking great. I and I cannot say this enough. Thank you to everyone that's joining us in the live chat. People popping in and out. We really do appreciate all the support uh, that you guys give us over all time. All of our friends in the Walking Dead that have been with us since we started talking about this show. And so so excited to have you guys for the good and the bad. We're gonna get through this thing together, and hopefully we'll get to some fucking great shit motherfuckers so i hear uh, my cat scratching at the door joe so michonne says hilltop we can get there rick says carl's gone i need to stay michonne's like we're fine yada 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 carl says sit up and say bye to judith she uh she shits her band and looks around oh yes so carl they sit carl up to say his goodbyes to judith and i thought this was the most ridiculous scene in the entire fucking episode because judith is too young to conceptualize any of this and carl gets up and starts talking this serious shit to her and this is carl wait let's get into it here wait, let's go, let's get carl started talking here in a second you should be good okay sorry i'm, I'm 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 stalling here, but ultimately Carl's like it's it's so hard, it's it's, it's so good. You know, life's gonna be difficult for you. I'm your big and and Judith gets these looks on her face because she's shitting her pants because she's a fucking baby and she's also getting gas. I mean, there's no real reaction. She's not understanding what you're saying here. And I know he has to say this, but we. They, they showed this. They showed this emotional moment between the two of them when they showed the selfie photos and the two of them hanging out. Why does he need to do... Why do we need to waste time to have 20 extra minutes of the show to have this stupid discussion? Another goodbye. We've... How many times does this dude need to say goodbye? Fucking fake. Like, she's all like, eh, eh. And, like, it's horrible. It's horrible. It was horribly done. And then they pass her off and it looks like a fucking dummy. It looks like they're passing off a ragdoll. Sorry, I had to let my I had to let my uh, cute. Oh wait, uh, kids booing. Uh, for, under, sorry, I'm uh, dis- distracted all over the place. All over the place. I had to let my cat in. This is gonna be a boo, boo, boo. Imagine this is a boo, dude. Boo. I'm sorry, broke. I I lost it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is where uh, Carl does his best. Blaise Pakal. Phil is so insensitive for a hippie. I am. I'm an angry hippie. I'm an angry hippie. You have no idea, Tom, uh, what I have to deal with on an everyday basis. The last couple of weeks have been insane. Joe can only imagine. He 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 got away after a week. <laughs> I had two weeks of it. <laughs> but whatever that's worth. Lots of love if you happen to be listening to big guy, big guy, trick dick. So, 
<laughs> so we get to see uh, Carl. He says goodbye to Judith and yada, yada, yada. So then we see, uh, no, it's, it's slow. It's emotional. She, uh, he gives her the hat. He gives her the hat. It's an emotional moment. She takes the hat. She takes a big, huge kitty dump in it. Lots of love to uh, our Red Sox fan. K. Rich says, hashtag Joe attacks kids, kid actors. <laughs> let's let's get that trending, everyone. Hashtag and they suck. Joe attacks kid actors. Uh, Centovia Major says that goodbye. Oh, wait, let's scroll. I got to scroll up. Scroll the fuck up. That goodbye was for Carl's benefit. Judith started crying because Carl and everyone else was getting emotional and she wanted to get out of there. And I do agree with that, that ba- that baby sense that sort of shit and they can cry and fucking freak out in that moment. The cry didn't bother me. It's it's more the repetition of the Carl saying goodbye scene. They could have just had Judith in the background when in one big scene when Carl's saying goodbye to everybody, but... But I, I understand they didn't they didn't want to get into anything else in this episode, so they wanted this episode dedicated to a huge goodbye to Chandler be, to fight the backlash a little bit of Chandler being off the show and some people having issues with that. So, uh, which is blatant pandering and fucking awful writing. Yep, everyone in the live chat's doing it, Joe. We're starting to get a hashtag Joe attacks kid actors. I think uh, we're gonna try to get this trending and. Uh, <laughs> Broke black, broke black man in the live motherfucking chat. Great to see broke one of the best guys out there. Let's love to David. I'm gonna call you by your fucking name, broke motherfucker. So, uh, oh, it's horrible. Who knows the 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 uh, it's all lifted. That is broke's name. So we go to Daryl, who says, "Carl, you saved me." We get Daryl's goodbye to Carl. Let's listen to Daryl saying goodbye to Carl. Daryl, say goodbye. You smelly bastard. That's all you, man. This is what I mean, Joe. These long fucking pauses between dialogue and these long breaks. Listen to this music. Listen to this. Uh, listen to this emotion. What are they trying to tell us here at this moment? They want us to be sad. Usually we say good things about the soundtrack, but I agree with you. The soundtrack was awful. That's And if you've heard me say it before, it's when the music hits is when the tears. Talk to you later, Chalkboy. In dramatic scenes, and this music was horrible. It, I just, I, d- I do, horrible. I don't get why The Walking Dead is trying to just convey one emotion. In the last couple of seasons, it seems to only be trying to convey the emotion of drab, dark, whatever. There's no life to it. Before that, ever since they got to this section of the story, Joe, it seems like there's no joy to anything. I don't know. I don't know if you're feeling that, and I know it's The Walking Dead, but that's not what I'm talking about. Not a sense of hopelessness. I just mean a sense of purpose to what they're doing. It just seems like they're spinning their wheels. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know people are like, why do you watch the show? I don't want to hear you guys fucking bitch about the show for two hours. I'm sorry, but I, I'm going to be watching it. We're going to be talking about this. We'll talk a little bit about this at the end about what we're going to be doing with The Walking Dead moving forward after a little bit. But, but, uh, but yeah. So let's fi- let's finish off this episode as we're getting towards the end, hopefully here. So uh, Daryl says, uh, "Carl, you saved me. Uh, I'll take the baby. It's all right." So Sadiq says, "I'm staying." With- or Carl, uh, thank you so much for what you did. And this is the worst. This section right here is some of the worst dialogue and bullshit I've ever heard, and I want to play it all because. It's fucking awful as we get into this here. And this conversation between Bro, Sadiq and Carl is the worst. Yeah, the give worst. Me a chance. Oh, to honor you shit. Yeah. Why oh. you gotta 
If it's I know the I worst, can never repay you. Live through it again, Phil. Dude, we're doing it. To, I joke because I want to hear your thoughts in the scene after it's done. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, Pesci, Pesci, listen to this. But I can honor you by showing your people, your friends, your your family like that what you did up out of the side of his eyes. wasn't for nothing. That it that it meant something. Do I get to stay now? They won't kill me once you die, did. will they? <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do. Super Mario says thanks for getting bit, Carl. I'm right, gonna I honor him I was you. A doctor and I told him I'd Carl. honor you. Maybe I won't get murdered now. Joe, if anything happens to you. Every time I play in the basketball court, I honor you. <laughs> You're stuck with us. You're stuck with us, dude. It, the whole game is my responsibility. <laughs> it's so fucking schmaltzy and horribly written. And, and at this point, up until this point in the episode, this is what I wrote in my notes. Uh, up until this point in the episode, I was ready to argue with Joe about the dialogue in this episode being better. From this point on, it went down the fucking toilet. What the flying fuck was going on with that scene? Do we really need that? Do we really need another Carl goodbye scene? Even on top, if you tell me we needed the Judith scene, fine, I accept it. Do we need this scene too? Was like, come on, man. All right, he doesn't say goodbye to Daryl, but he says goodbye to Sadiq. Yeah, we don't even get to Daryl says two words to him. We don't get Saucer just gives him the. You know, the 80s head flip. A wink, right? No, the 80s head flip. Like, hey, see you later, Carl. Did you say Sasha? So, not Sasha. What, what's her name? Uh, Rosita? Not Rosita. The other one. I don't know. Any uh, Masterson. What's her name? Uh, I know her real name. Uh, Alana Ma- Masterson. Whatever her fucking character's name is. Tara? Tara. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. It's been a while. I'm, uh, I'm blanking on character names. Tara just gives him the head flip. Gives him the 80s head flip. Speaking of 80s stuff, have you seen the uh, have you seen the preview for the uh, for the movie called uh, Cobra Kai coming out starring uh, Ralph Macchio and uh, and uh, Billy Zabka? I've only seen a poster for it. I haven't seen the actual uh, <laughs> the actual trailer. trailer. We might need to watch that at the end of this podcast, Joe. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyways, let's let's continue here. Tara, thank you, everyone in the live motherfucking chat. Thank you to Ren, Tim, Jay, Madden, and uh, oh, Santovia Major. All this dialogue was awful. Daryl has known Carl since before Rick woke this up from that the coma. Worst dialogue in the in the episode. <laughs> it, I th- I think it was Joe. It all no, no no, and I'll point it out when we get there. Okay, we haven't got there yet. Okay, so let's get to the. The best part of the evening, Joe. I'm not going to lie. This is the best part of the evening. Your boy, my boy, our favorite guy. Our favorite guy, yeah, because we talked to him once. Once, once, and we paid to talk to oh, him once. The Red Machete. Red Machete with Mayor Joe Hale. We get our buddy Mayor Joe Hale. The claimers are back. And uh, Mayor Joe Hale is back in as Joe is fucking ready to hack some motherfuckers up. Mm-mm-mm. And Mayor it's Joe... It's it's my machete. Let's make it right. <laughs> so Mayor Joe Hale is walking around with his red machete, and he sees some dude fighting some walkers, and he doesn't help, and he watch him get his ass ate, and then he's with some rock and roll music. We see him taking over a cabin, and and uh, and that's it. We see that we hear some shit like this. Oh yes, 
<laughs> oh, yes. And <laughs> and that's it. it. It was cool. I, I don't mind the red. I, I kind of like the red machete stuff. I'm kind of mildly invested in all of it. Of course. It's, it's the best shit on The Walking Dead right now. <laughs> so then we see Gavin and Ezekiel in a theater getting ready to try to stop whatever's about to happen. And no way they could just stop Carol and Morgan. And they have some more banter. It's annoying. Too much repetition. And he screams and he screams. And Ezekiel finds his way and then there's an explosion and nothing happens but eventually carol and morgan show up on the stage and shoot everybody and dodge bullets at matrix like speeds and of course gavin gets shot in the knee a couple times but is still able to run and shot in the shoulder and he's still running away till eventually horrified He's horrified by Morgan gutting. Yeah, rip, sticking his hand in a sticking wound. his hand in a wound and ripping some guts out. Oh fuck! Oh, oh. These people are crazy. This motherfucker oh, here. Yeah, this motherfucker is crazy, and I fucking love that. I love I love watching Morgan rip some fucking guts out. It it was it looked oh, a, yeah. yeah, it was w- well done. Again, good pulpy fun Walking Dead stuff. Good stuff. And uh, Gavin and Ezekiel look freaked out at what Morgan does, and Morgan. Uh, Gavin runs off. How could you be freaked out at that? He's about to be murdered. Why are you freaked out that this guy did whatever it takes to stay alive at that point? That's not a freaky thing. Like, if I could have, I would have ripped his eyeballs out. But you know what? That wound was a lot closer, so I stuck my hand in it. Hmm. Exactly. I don't like how the show's dictating that if you're in a you're fighting someone in a fight to the death that you use all your fucking faculties to be able to kill somebody. Morgan is exactly doing what he needs to do. He can worry about healing himself after this war is over with. Right now, kick some fucking ass, Morgan. Don't peaceful Morgan and and all uh, I cannot hurt someone wouldn't help in this situation either. Yeah, here's the thing. You got to ask the question. If I don't do anything, the people I love, people I love will die. One, two, or more. If I do do something, well, one, two, or more of the people I love will die, but I'll also get to kill a lot of those motherfuckers that are killing them. <laughs> I choose option two. <laughs> Atari Dad says eyeballs are less gross than intestines, in my opinion. The because in- the intestines, it almost looked a little bit silly. Like uh, it did look silly. It was that pulpy goodness that you were talking. Yeah, about. it was a pulpy. It looked kind of silly. It looked kind of. It, but, but yeah, it looked, like the wound was glowing, like calling. Yeah, and it looked like it looked like a big roll of bubble tape or something like that. <laughs> that was just or like, like a light bulb in his shirt or something. It was weird. To me. It looked weird to me. Carol looked like an amateur next to Morgan today. He was the clear boss. Ah, good pun intended. Good job, Sinto. Major, good stuff. D says Carolyn Morgan were the Tango in Cash of the show tonight. Tango Cash, underrated fucking movie. Uh, the great, Turner and Hooch, tur- the Turner and Hooch, another great movie. So Gavin and Ezekiel look freaked out, whatever. And uh, more goodbyes for Michelle. Oh, holy shit! Al wow, Red wow, Sox motherfucking fan says, please share this show in social media. Let's get Phil and Joe to fifteen thousand subs and beyond. Thank you so much. Huge thank you. And that's our next. Uh, plateau that we hope to reach is 15,000. We're almost to 12 right now. So if anyone likes what we do, please help share the channel. Help keep us growing and pushing. Keep it alive. And also make sure you subscribe to our podcast as well if you like to listen to audio podcasts. They are just these live streams re-recorded, but I'm also going to be getting some interesting new content and all the other ways to find out how to help us in the description box below. But Al Red Sox fan, it's time for a motherfucking spin of the wheel. Spin the wheel for Al Red Sox fan. Here you go. Here you go. You get two spins, Al. Thank you so much. 
Al, you get, you pick Al, anything on the wheel you want. I assume you're probably going to want us to drink, but whatever. Anything you want on the wheel, uh, Al Red Sox fan, you get a second spin. Second spin for Al Red Sox fan. Thank you so much for the Super Chat donation. I'm also going to be adding a Plinko board very soon for a secondary thing. And the second one is Joe Drink. So uh, we got Joe, we got Joe Drink and Al Red Sox fan pick one. So here we go. Joe, Joe is taking a little sip of his beverage right there. So we go back into Dick Gavin. And this. Yeah. Oh, into the black label. And I also want to spend send one more. I'm not I'm not gonna uh, get too too down on this, but I do want to send one more huge love out to Ren Renwood right now, dealing with her uh, loss and her family. Lots of love to Ren. Hope you're doing well in this difficult time. And we're glad to give you a little bit of distraction from real life bullshit in the moment. So uh, again, Ren, you've been one of our longest supporters, and we cannot send you enough motherfucking love from Joe and I. And hug, hugs and motherfuckers, hugs and motherfuckers. Well, I get, I get, I, we gotta get a T-shirt like that. Hugs and mo- hugs and motherfuckers. <laughs> Joe Ranch, motherfucker. Hugs, motherfucker. But what? Lots of love. Al says, "Ha, yeah, fucking shots, motherfucker." So yeah, Joe and I will take another drink. I want Phil to sing. You want me to sing? Holy shit! No one wants that shit. Al, oh, you want me to sing? That's fucking horrible. What should I do? What should I do? Here we go. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Morgan, motherfucker! Clear some motherfuckers! Fuck them up right now! Morgan's the only dude on the show that makes sense! Kill them all! You're fucking up these motherfuckers now! Morgan, kill them all! You motherfucker makes sense! Drag it down on the body, kick it in the balls! Stretch it out, kick it in the testicles now! I wanna slap you on the butt, I yell you out, Red Sox fan! Thank you so much for the fucking super chat donation! Yeah, it wasn't the best. Fixated on the testicles and balls. I was a little fixated on the testicles and the balls. It was it was on the spot. They can't always be winners, Joe. But no. but that, that I, w- I wouldn't recommend that one for the All Star reel. But at least I tried. I fucking tried. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't recommend that one for the All Star reel. Al, I'll try to do you better later. But I could I couldn't think of a topic there. You should next time. I want it. Oh, Al loved it. Okay, so Al loved it. Fuck you, Joe. Al loved it. I, I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was focused on testicles. Where does uh, where does Phil get these jingle shit buddies in uh, the Joe song? I make I I creative process. The creative process. I am I am a rock and roller. I just but no. I uh, and I for all that stuff. If anyone has ever has any thoughts or ideas of songs they want me to make silly little jingles on, uh, by all means, always let me know, and I'd love to do that. <laughs> free bird my testicles it was i, I was i was i was definitely focused focused on the testicles there's no de- there's no doubt about that joe <laughs> thank you al i appreciate i appreciate you okay so <laughs> let's get back to the live motherfucking chat Mm-mm-mm. and all you motherfuckers thank you so much for joining us tonight again so go back to Gavin running away from Morgan, who's going to uh, end this dumbass's life. We get a great visual of the places on fire as we go to Rick and Michonne and Carl as they're talking, taking him into the house up ahead. They find a place. I think it's a church or something. And we cut back to scared Gavin as it's pee-pee pants time. And Morgan's doing his best Freddy Jason thing as he walks around. He grabs him from behind. We cut back and forth uh, to see to see uh, two 
to see Carl. We see Carl and Rick getting him there and thanking this him. Was so stupid. And parallel. then we get into this, Joe. We get into this horrible back and forth thing that we got at the end of this episode that I thought completely did not fucking work. And it starts with it starts with the conversation about the fucking shooting the little fucking cocksucker in the woods. Thank, uh, thank you, K. Rich. Uh, K. Rich, give me another idea. We'll, we'll top boat sex, but uh, but it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to top uh, the scrub song of uh, the boat. The boat sex. That was my. That was one of my favorite. That and the Fresh Prince are, are my are my two favorites. I have a bunch of other ones that we did in the Walking Dead season that never became videos, but that more need to happen. We're, then we obviously get our Timo song. What did Joe think? I want to also send some love out to our good friend Timo who's dealing with some life shit as well now too. So lots of love to our, our lady Timo. It's Timo's rent the night. It's Timo's rent the night. Fuck Sansa. Fuck Sansa. Okay. Oh, we got Madrigal in the live motherfucking chat. Thank you so much. We get drunk. Get Joe drunk and ranting. God damn it. Someone has to say. Uh, Tom says, fuck this shit. Sorry, Joe. I'm, I'm not letting you get drunk and ranting quite yet. So. So let's let's continue here. We're almost to the end of this episode, and then we'll get Joe's final thoughts on this episode. As I, Joe has that "I'm ready for bed" look on his face. This episode, I think, bored Joe more than enraged him. If I if I'm talking about Joe like he's in the room and we're not talking about him, I th- I think it probably bored you more than it pissed you off. Yeah, yeah, I can tell because I, I can tell I can tell you're not very you're not super passionate about it in a hateful way too. Holy shit. There was nothing going on. I, again, four months of Morning Carl. So three quarters of this episode was wasted time, as far as I'm concerned. I already said bye to Carl, right? Mm-hmm. The rest of it was just stupid. It was just catching up on something we, we did not really need to do. Oh, we got, holy shit. We got Tom P for a first time super chat donation here in the live motherfucking oh, wow. chat. Lots of love. He says, yo, first time here live. I'm from ATL and a huge fan of The Walking Dead. Found you guys this off season. Love your take. You sound like me and my friends. Wanted to show you some love. Uh, show should be great and it's slipping thanks dudes it's very true very true it is slipping and it should be better and we really do appreciate you coming here and joining the fun tonight let me uh move my camera back over here and spin the wheel because you get a you've earned a spin of the wheel uh, right now to uh for your super chat donation we really do appreciate it It says uh joe you need to do a character impression on someone on the walking dead so, uh, so, uh, Tom P who, uh, who would you like Rick? Who would you, I was like, Rick, Tom P who would you like? Or no, Joe do who you would feel most comfortable about doing a character impression on the walking dead. <coughs> okay. You ready? Yep. Here we go. Uh, Joe's doing, uh, Joe's doing it. Here we go. I think I know where he's going with this one. I think I know where he's going with this one. He's it's like he's making a balloon animal with his hair I right now. I love you too, Carl. I love you too, Carl. <laughs> do Judith, Joe. Do Judith, someone says. I can't do Judith. Wait, you didn't like my Michonne? I like I loved your Michonne. Do Judith. Do, do Judith. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get angrier. Okay, gotta- I'll do I'll do my Judith. Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> oh, Tom P. Tom P. The man who made the super chat donation says, "Do Enid." Okay. Um. Uh, I'm a creep. 
I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. Oh, oh, ooh. <laughs> oh my God, Joe! So, so you're doing the uh, the, the live her, yeah, her Walking Dead uh, the what was it the Walker Stalker Con performance? You're, you're we, doing we her Walker. You're doing her Walker Stalker Con performance, Joe. Oh, congratulations, Joe! Uh, <laughs> Oh my you can god! See that? You can see that. I think the video is on the channel here, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. Uh, Atari Ted says, "If my baby looked like Joe, I'd flush it down the toilet." Oh uh, fuck yeah! Santovia, <laughs> Santovia Major says, "Joe, that's a spot on Enid impression. It's 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 creepy. It's creepy how accurate it is." Since Santovia Major, and uh, and I would agree with that. Al Red Sox fan is with that too. Cannibal wants you to start a band with him. So we might, we're, like I said, we're going to be playing a little bit of Hannibal's music at the end of the show. Uh, and huge thanks. Hannibal has a beat he wants me to rap to at the end of the show. Maybe, I'll, maybe I shall do that, but I'll definitely play one of your other tunes. Hannibal oh, is. Wait, I can, I can do. Oh, if it only was a lion instead of a tiger. Roar. <laughs> <laughs> Roar. And I, I have to say this. For those of you who know Hannibal O'Neill in the live motherfucking chat, he is, and I just want to say this clear as fucking day, Hannibal O'Neill is a badass motherfucking guitar player. Oh, yeah. No, he, he fucking he fucking shreds, dude. And he's so lots of love to Hannibal that kicks some fucking serious. He's been sending you shit for a while. Yeah, he, he, he uh, and uh, the more he sends me shit, the more I realize he fucking, he fucking, he's a sick guitar player. So lots, lots of, Lots of fucking positive vibes to Hannibal. And I want to say, even though we, neither one of us remember it, he's played, he lives around here and he's played in bands locally, that me and him have probably been on a bill somewhere together, somewhere between Frightening oh, wow. Dick Theater and The Force. Like, we, I don't know that for a fact, but I, but I, uh, I, know, I definitely know he plays in like, he's played in bands around this area for a while too. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if we've been in the place where Hannibal's been playing too. So. So fu- so fuck it, fuck all the Hannibal, a good dude out there in the live motherfucking chat. So, anyways, enough uh, enough licking Hannibal's balls. <laughs> One of our patrons, if you join patron too, I'll lick your balls as well. So. Uh, <laughs> That's one of our tiers. That's our one dollar tier. Phil licks your one dollar one dollar tier. Phil licks your balls. So, uh, <laughs> Santovia Major with the ten dollars super chat donation. Thank you so much. People are liking our silly actions with the wheel. So let's spin the wheel again for more fun. So let's get through this episode because Joe has Walking Dead fatigue. I can see it on his fucking eyes, and he has. Uh, Joe, do Merle. <laughs> Merle. Can you do a Merle? Wait, I got, I'm going to spin it again because la- Santovia, all it landed on was silly hat. and that's Okay, a- okay, I got, I got a Merle. I got a Merle. I'll get you, Rick. And your dog, too? You're no dog, too. I'll get... So, Antonio, you, you landed on silly hat, but I feel like that's a lame one. You automatically deserve a second spin, too. So uh, make up a song, give a topic. So, so Sintovi, if you have a if you have a topic, I'll make up a silly song for it on uh, on Hannibal's beat. So Merle Dig- Dixon's sugar tits, and someone let me know because I might uh, miss Santovia's uh, comment. So let's get through this episode quickly, and then Joe and I will get to a little silliness at the end and do a little bit of an after show here. <laughs> <laughs> 
And thank you so much for everyone that's donated on the Super Chat tonight. It means more than you know, especially now with the YouTube mark uh, place of uh, with all the shit. Holy shit, Michael Bennett. Oh, my goodness. A $20 Super Chat donation. Making Sunday nights interesting as always. You guys rock. And Michael says, my $20, I don't want you to spin that wheel. Let's sing about a bot. Drink, you motherfuckers. Drink. Fair enough. Oh, fuck. Mm-mm-mm. My black label's almost gone. Thank you so much for all again for all the super chat donations donations and everyone that's listening to the podcast a lot podcast after the fact. Nice sing about his botched circumcision. <laughs> bump a bump a bump. Wait, 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 wait. My cock got chopped. It was not blocked. My cop. Oh got, my cock got, got chopped. chopped. Da, 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 da. It was not blocked. My cock. I want. Do it, Joe. Do it, Joe. Sing it, baby. <laughs> Do it, baby. Do it, baby. Sing it. <laughs> Sing it, baby. I don't. I don't know, guys. Think of a topic. Botched. <laughs> botched circumcision. Either way, Santovio, you got your payment with the silly hat. But uh, but uh, but I wanted to give you one extra uh, spin for being fucking amazing. So uh, so I, I'll consider Hannibal's beat your song, and I'll make. I'll talk about uh, botched circumcision or something like that. No, we'll, we'll figure it out at the end here. So let's get through this episode for people that want to stick around just for The Walking Dead and don't want to deal with all this tomfoolery of our normal podcast. So Carl and Rick. Uh, oh yes, we're talking. About the walking dead carl thanks rick for getting him here thank you for getting me this far carl tells a story about the kid oh here we go joe we gotta listen to this yeah this is the year of the fop everybody so help get us as big as we possibly can in 2017 as we lead into 2000 i mean 2018 as we head into 2019 for game for game of thrones coming back and better call Saul's not until fucking september too but i gotta catch up to our stats because i want to play play this right here why label gotta be black because you always bet on black here we go play play damn it oh no wrong button i'm playing the wrong i'm made a good crew here we go it wasn't a lot on the menu we got ran a good crew so gavin dies <laughs> that's oh it. no but wait wait he, yeah he dies but play 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 the clip for me Right after the kid kills him, he right? go back to the hilltop. And, and, They're still and standing. Morgan They're keeping them going. The little kid. This is this scene. Let's listen to this. So it's a lead up. Some serious actions going on right here. It's a lead up. You Boy, think you, you can beat Negan? You can't. We can go back to how it was. We gotta go back. Oh no, this is this is way late. It's way later. So then we go back to off to Rick, who says, "No, no, no! All those things you dealt with, Carl, wasn't fair." Oh, where, where, Carl's dead. Get on with it. <laughs> then we go over to Gavin. Killing me won't make it feel better. Killing me won't make any of it go away. Shut the fuck up, Gavin. <laughs> You're a dead man. <laughs> so we go back to Carl again. Oh, shut the fuck up, Carl. You're dead. You brought the men, and we all live together. <laughs> So then we go back to Morgan. Oh my god. Ending him is the coward's way. No, why? Why is that the coward's way? Explain to us, Joe. What do you mean? 
That's no, what's the coward's way about that? Because it's harder. It'll be harder for us to make him see the light. No, fuck him. He told you who he was. When someone tells you who they are, you fucking believe him. And you put a stake in the back of the fucking guy's head like the little boy did. You stupid fucking people. You're going to kill the other six people, 12 people in this fucking compound, but let him live? Why? Why does TV always have to fucking do this to us? This is the stupidest fucking trope that TV movies. They just continue to rip on our throats. Everybody else is fucking fodder. We're allowed to kill absolutely everybody else. The 100 poor sap soldiers making 10 bucks fucking doing something stupid that they don't want to do in the first place, but they're going to die. No, they can all die. We can kill them, no problem. Kill them all, but Gavin... We can't kill Gavin. Oh, no. Why can't we kill Gavin? Because he's had lines. Fuck him. Kill him. That's the stupidest fucking bullshit. Fuck shit. Stupid fuck. That every movie and every fucking... Oh, my God. It's so fucking annoying. Like, just the fact that Morgan even says it is stupid. Are you fucking kidding me? You just shot someone in the fucking face five minutes ago, Morgan. So you're going to wait for this fucker who already told you he's a murderous scumbag to get his hands on a gun or a knife or a stick. Not now, not tomorrow, but maybe in a week and shove it in someone else's fucking back. You stupid fuck. Not Morgan. Ah, uh, fucking Ezekiel. Stupid fuck. God Damn, what the oh, fuck? God. And then, and then what's his he's comforting the little kid that just that just killed the guy that was partially responsible for murdering his fucking brother. And and you're and you say one word to him. What was that one word? It was the stupidest. This is the stupidest fucking dialogue. I wish you had it there to play. I can't even remember. I wanted to write it down. I wanted to make a point of it, but I was already a few few fucking drinks in drinks into my cups here. Cups into no, no, my I, 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 whatever I, the fuck it is. I might no. I might have. I I might have. I might have it, Joe. Here we go. We don't have to kill him. He will see what he has wrought. And all of it will be his to live with. Oh, fuck that. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Ezekiel said, so we continue. And, and this is what I said in my notes. More shit. I just want to know that one word. It's different now. You can't kill all of them, Dad. There's got to be something after. <laughs> after they're all dead, we'll find you. out what's after. We can kill them it's all. For them. Trust me, we can and we will <laughs> kill them all. There's got to be something after. Morgan, stop it. Oh, and then, and then we go back to Morgan again, Joe. You don't want to do this. I know it. I can see it. I have. And then I Ollie. And then Ollie eventually comes from behind. Ollie eventually sneaks up behind her, whatever this kid's name is, and he stabs it. I have to. Morgan's about to do it. He's about to kill him. And uh, the kid ends up killing him. And I'm going to play this all the way. I, I think I have whatever line you want, Joe. It's just at the end here, so I'm stalling, stalling yeah, a little bit. Time. So let's go to the live chat for a second. Ezekiel is for a life sentence. Joe is for death. Sounds like Carl is getting sucked off. This rant goes in the highlight reels. Holy shit. But if we kill him, then, then how, 
then how can we say we're any better than them afterwards is peace what that's no come on that's stupid they're killing for no reason and you're killing them because they're killing for no fucking reason <laughs> i think i think k rich is trying to get you going henry i think that might be his name uh atari dead keep killing them until they give up negan and surrender everyone before the point is fair game better than them <laughs> come on k rich the uh, kid needs to go hang with the cock his head to the side what did you just say rick yeah he cocks his head to his eyes what did you just say rick what um, kill them all. That's what Henry, my new favorite psycho kid, says. Fuck punching in the balls, at least. Tim Gesh says, I love Gersh. Says, I'm sorry. I like it. Joe, there's no halfway. You kill the boss if you've already killed his workers. You right. Do- <laughs> you know me. I'm poking Joe. K- keep it coming, K. Rich. Keep, co- keep it coming. We need to continue Joe's rage, not seduce it. I'm not seduce it. I, w- I mean, we do need to seduce Joe's rage, not subdue it. <laughs> I confuse the word seduce with subdue. So so let's continue. I like to keep poking. Okay. Okay, so we continue with this shit. So we get more So we get more Carl flashback. We see a Carl flash forward. Okay, so Joe, I don't think I have your line. Do you remember the line you're talking about no, generally? I don't remember. It's one word. He's like, you know, tranquilo or some shit. I don't know. He's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just like that's that's your comfort for him. Like he he murders, he he gets his revenge, and you need feel like you need to comfort the little boy. Nah, give him a fucking high five. <laughs> Fuck that. That balls. He snuck away from his fucking nannies and, and the rest of them made his way all the way back or stayed evaded all the bad guys and came out in the middle of no- in, in the middle of it all without being seen by our two fucking ninjas and stuck a pole in the back of this guy's head. <laughs> We're putting you on the front lines, kid. You're awesome. Woo! <laughs> Jay Madden says, Hey Phil, I was wondering if my buddy Lou Sassel could get a shot. Of course you could. Lou Sassel, happy motherfucking birthday, dude. Hope you have a great day. Great birthday. It's his birthday tomorrow and usually watches on Monday or Tuesday. Hopefully you had a happy motherfucking birthday. And thank you so much for checking out the show. Uh, lots of love to you and lots of love to you and your house. Lots of love. I'm going to hear that hand. Oh, fucking A, man. I am gonna, I'll play that in a little bit. I will definitely play, uh, play Hannibal's beat and horribly fail at it because I'm doing it live instead of pre-recording it. But no, I will do something. I'm going to fucking do something. Hannibal's beat is awesome. I suck. So let's continue. Rick continues with a history lesson for you. And oh, yeah, I, fr- I, I wanted to play Carl talking about... That talking about the fucking uh, shit that was off earlier, talking about tells the story about killing the kid. So let's listen to this quickly before we move forward. Because this was a lot older than me. He had a gun. He was he was starting to put it down, and I I. Sh- I shot him. He was he was giving it up, and I I just. <laughs> J Madden says, uh, Cecil's have been having some problems with his his anus lately." <laughs> I shot him. 
thing about him. What I did to him and how... How easy it was to just kill him. Yes, and it should have been because he was going to kill you. Yep. Uh, Magical says we need Katie because Joe's out of hand. Katie will be back when the when Game of Thrones comes back. <laughs> Katie's so busy she's she's decided to, to quell me, Katie. Yeah. I, I think I think we have two shows that we hopefully can get Katie on. I think we can definitely expect her in the final out of hand <laughs> in the final season of Game of Thrones. I think we could uh, we can definitely expect Katie for the final season of Game of Thrones, and uh, and I think we can. We can hope for Katie during Better Call Saul season two. So uh, yeah, she'll be here for Better Call Saul, and she'll be here for Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So you will see Katie for a couple, at least. She just f- doesn't want to add to the shit fest. Yeah, she doesn't. She, really, knows she, she has nothing good to say. She does. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. Yeah, she doesn't want to take a bird shit over the rest of this crap. You know, she right. she's she, lost all she's interest like, in the show whatsoever. Yeah, she, she and, only watches it because I do. Exactly. But G- Katie will be back for Game of Thrones, and uh, at least for a few episodes of the Better Call Saul stuff. So uh, so. Uh, so, but in the and <laughs> see, you heard it. You can hear her in the background right there. So, if anyone wants to hear Katie, Katie's always around. She's just she's just a busy girl. I call bullshit. Carl was not remorseful about killing that kid, not in the least. Says Major, and agreed. And shut up, Carl. Don't bitch out. April twenty. This is the first time we've seen him think about it since. Yep. K. Rich, April 22nd, Westworld, Our World. Westworld's going to be a lot of fun. I am going to be doing Westworld alone because I don't want Joe to shit on my fucking good time. But I'm going to be doing... Joe, Joe walked away here. But Westworld reviews will be probably myself alone. Maybe I'll get some other guests here and there. Um, some other YouTubers that are into... Uh, or other podcasters that are into Westworld, but uh, but uh, I will be I'll be mainly alone on those podcasts. April twenty second, I cannot fucking wait. I don't I don't think I don't think Joe will be joining me for those Westworld podcasts. So uh, I watched season one. Yeah, but you hate it. Are you gonna really be watching season two as a lives and joining me every week to talk about the show? If it's better than season one, okay. Well, may, maybe Joe will be joining us a couple of times during during season two. We'll we'll see. Uh, yeah, someone says, let Joe take a break and put Katie on for a while. <laughs> someone, someone said that. Phil, you ain't alone. You have us always. Tom P says, I think a main thing killing the show is off-screen kills, lack of gore. Remember, Rick bit a dude's throat <laughs> out. It's all been off-screen. Tonight, a dude ripped out a dude's stomach back on track. Nah, I agree. I think the scenes with Morgan was back on track to what The Walking Dead should be. And Rose Shiella. She actually did do laundry while I was doing this podcast tonight. <laughs> Joe, uh, oh, no, let's finish this episode. Then we're going to talk about that. Jessica Jones is coming soon. I'm going to be trying something yep. interesting for Jessica Jones. And like jo- March 6th or something? Uh, no, uh, fucking uh, April. What, no, March. Yeah, is it something like that? It's it's very soon. March, March 6th, yeah. Is it March 6th? Tim just popped it in the chat. Um, what I, uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode, but what I'm going to be doing with that is recording podcasts after each episode. I don't know if you and me could coordinate and watch it at the same time and watch each episode, then record, then come live and do something or record something, but that's what I'm going to be doing. Maybe we can do that and then do a separate podcast after, sure. but anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I still haven't seen Westworld. Ask Joe if I should give it a shot. Tom, sh- uh, Tom asked, should he give Westworld a shot, Joe? I mean, I found it predictable and kind of boring and even more of a juvenile fantasy than this. And a lot of the shit in it didn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. So that's a no from Joe. 
<laughs> but you might like it. Mar- other people certainly think it's awesome. Hey, if if you love seeing Anthony Hopkins do Anthony Hopkins, then this is perfect for you. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> as long as you don't expect anything that's not Anthony Hopkins in every other Anthony Hopkins fucking movie. So, everybody, that is, if you want to care about that. What did you think? What did you think? What did you think? What did you think? Was it good or did it really fucking say? So, (laughs) I've been waiting for you to do that since I started playing the fucking song, dude. That was my whole point. Okay. So, but I'm going to be talking about that on starting on March 8th. So, uh, look forward to my, to my sucking that shows, uh, proverbial balls. So, uh, or saying it sucks. I'm very curious about season two. Well, let's finish this episode of the walking dead and then we're going to open things up a little bit, or I think Joe's going to escape for a second, then maybe come back. So Carl tells the story about killing the kid and Carl thinks this kid's easy. So let's scroll forward again because I'm already past this point. <clears throat> Rick continues with the history lesson. Then we see Ezekiel saying it's okay. Oh, I think this is maybe what you're talking about, Joe. Let me let me get get over to this. This, this is what I'm talking about. This is, might be what you're talking about. I couldn't protect you. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Father's job is to protect his son. Oh, no. The- no, son, it's just a love, daddy. Just love me. It's all right. Don't look at him. You look at me. Why? I just put the fucking thing in the back of his head. I can't look at him now. What? The cottage. This That's going to be traumatic. All the, the hundreds of fucking dead bodies walking around in front of me. The fucking hundreds of dead bodies laying on the ground in front of me. Over the last couple of years. But I can't look at this dead body. The fuck is wrong with you, Ezekiel? Quick, shove my face into your manly breasts and pet me on the back of the head. Douchey mix slut turds. And play it. Keep playing. Keep playing. Okay, so I'm here. Be resolved. Joe, this is all you. Carl, I'm sorry. Oh, no, we're back in Carl. We're back. Yeah, I, I'm, I probably missed whatever scene you're talking about. So we get more. Oh, of, it's coming up. It goes back right back to him. Do, oh, does, do, do we go? Do we go back? I might just go to Rick for now at the end here. So we go back to Rick again, who says, sorry, I can't protect you. Couldn't protect you. It's just the father's guy. job is to protect his son. Cool. And that's kind of wow. what Ezekiel's doing with the little boy now, trying to protect him from I something. Know. I know. It's somebody you love. You can't do it yourself. So ultimately, all this leads up to Carl uh, shooting shooting himself, and it's the and then that's the end of the episode. So I mean, we could we could draw this out. Excuse me, we could talk about this over and over again. But ultimately, this episode ends with Carl killing himself. He says that I'd rather do it. He's not going to put that on anybody. And I definitely like that it went in that direction. All in all, what are your final thoughts on Carl as a character in The Walking Dead and how they handled his know. death, Joe? I don't know. We're going to stay with him all the way to the end, but not when he shoots himself. We're going we're gonna to leave him alone for that. Oh, and I forgot to mention, then we oh, get it. To me. <laughs> I know, we leave him alone to spend that moment. Joe, stay in the same room while I kill myself so I can at least look at you. You got it. I'll hold your hand through the whole fucking thing, Phil. Thank but you. But I'm not going to walk out of the room and be like, you're on your own, bitch. <laughs> 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 what? Talk about like 
let me let me not make this easy for you to usher into the door. Like, uh, like fucking unreal. Thanks, Dad. Just go sit outside and cry while I take my life to spare you. What a dick. What the fuck? What a dick. What kind of dad? Yeah, what kind of dad is that? I agree. What kind of dad is that? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't want to watch it shoot himself. What's wrong with you? Uh, Sedovio says, a father cannot protect his son when the kid repeatedly goes into the woods alone and makes stupid mistakes. Right? His best uh, friend didn't even stay in the room with him. I added the stupid mistakes part. Then we hear the bullet and Carl is gone and Michonne and Rick are sad and they dig the grave. We get the future flash of, or th- since Carl's already dead, I guess this doesn't really exist or we're going back in time again to when Carl was alive to see this last flash. And this is what I mean about the walking dead getting all weird with time. And they go back and they deal with this flashback and uncle Negan is there and we see Negan as a good guy talk, calling Judith darling. What'd you think of that? Was this your favorite Negan moment in the whole series, Joe? Uh, I could have done without it. It was the whole flash. The whole dream thing is stupid. Do you think we're heading in that direction? Do you think the show is ultimately going to turn Negan into an anti-hero good guy and not actually kill him off at the end of the season? I mean, that's certainly what they did in other media. Yeah. Yeah, not to spoil that, but, but but do you... Spoiler alert a little bit for the comic books. Do you think that ultimately... Negan ends up at the end of this season dead or on Rick's team as a anti-hero part, like in a prison cell and ultimately leading into something that they'll use in the future is, excuse me, is Jeffrey D Morgan dead at the end of this season? The character. So, but no, no, you say no. I say they're going to follow that part of the books because they, they tried to do it right now with Gavin. We don't have to kill him. So, of course, they're going to do it. So you think this is all lead up and hint in Walking Dead universe speak of making us feel comfortable with the fact that ultimately they're not going to kill Negan at the end of all of this. That's why they had this whole place. That is going to fucking suck if they go in that direction. And honestly, the comics, the comics in the show, I just want to be clear. I want to be clear for, and we warns for spoilers for the comics. The comics in the show are two completely different things. This isn't Game of Thrones in the early seasons where like the, the com, the, the graphic novel in the show are completely different universes. They go in different directions. There's no spoilers back and forth from the two who knows what they're going to do in the show that they don't do in the comic, vice versa. It's a completely different fucking universe. And that being said, I agree with you. I don't think the show wants to lose Jeffrey D. Morgan. I think the show creators, the Walking Dead staff, has a hard-on for him, and they want to yep. keep him on the show as long as fucking humanly possible. I think Negan turns into a hero. I don't know if he could ever be a an anti, hero. An, an, an anti-hero, so to speak. Not, not the same villainous sort of shit he is. No, I can't erase any of the shit. I can't, I can't either, I can't either. I can't, either. I can't, I can't either. look past it as Maggie. I can't, I, like, he bashed my husband's brains in. Do you want to? How, how she, how she walks around with him in a cage without walking down to the cellar and putting a bullet in his head is absolutely fucking stupid to me. It doesn't make, like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rick. Guess what? You lose this one. I don't keep him alive. I shoot him and then I cut his head off and I mount it on a pike outside my fucking house. So every time I leave, I can see it and I can fucking, you know, damn straight. Damn straight. So everybody, 
Uh, there's not much else we can say. Next week looks like a more of a Negan episode. I think I'm going to be by myself next week doing the podcast. So hope you guys all join us then. Uh, this is going to be the end of the Walking Dead section of this podcast. But I don't think Joe and I are quite done. I think Joe's going to run off maybe for a quick second. And I have some super chat fulfillments to handle. So, Joe, thank you for joining us tonight. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Join us for more fun next week of The Walking Dead. I'm going to be talking to you guys very, very soon. Oh, yes. Let's get into my motherfucking chat. Maggie. Now Maggie's dead. Who's going to babysit Judith now? Maggie has no contract. I thought she might leave over the store. We can talk about that a little bit in the after show. If he can say, if he can even say a single fuck, he ain't motherfucking Negan. Plus, he's skinny and not fucking menacing, motherfucker. To keep Negan alive after the war, they're going to have to kill Maggie off. Hmm. Everyone has to stop killing everyone. See you, Joe. Can't stick around much longer in class tomorrow. Thank you, Atari, Atari Dad. I tried to say. You guys are awesome. watching for The Walking Dead. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Talk to you next time. Okay, it's time for the after show. And I also want to thank, uh, we had a couple comments on Twitter from our good friend out there that I don't have my phone with me. Where the fuck is my fucking phone? I need to find my fucking phone right fucking now. Let me open a new window. Let me open a new window and open this shit up because I, I want to also read a couple of the comments we have for uh, for this motherfucking night of Game of Thrones, oh, Game of Thrones. I wish it was Game of Thrones of The Walking Dead. Let me also scroll up here to make sure we don't have any other calls or voicemails that are waiting in the live chat or text and stuff. We do have a text. Thank you guys so much. The I missed your show more than I missed The Walking Dead. I really do appreciate that. You're fucking awesome. Thank you so fucking much. And our phone line is unfortunately closed for the evening. And I do want to read a couple of tweets. The, uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy says, Jimmy Olsen blows. This is painful to watch. This is awful schlock, schlock writing. Uh, also says me, the, so the writers can't drag this whole, drag this whole thing out the whole episode. Writers, bro, do you even walking dead at all? Jimmy also says, how do you write an episode this boring for fuck's sake? Terry dad says, uh, we start calling that kid from the kingdom new Carl and Jimmy says this could be the worst montage ever. I found a stream to watch this episode. So thank you to Jimmy. Who's one of our amazing supporters. Lots of love to Jimmy slipping Jimmy. Centovia major says, I got to go to bed, but I'm not leaving quite yet. Let's get into a little bit of after show stuff. If anyone's sticking around, the walking dead discussion is over. Thank you so much for joining up until this point. Thank you to everybody as well. If you want to keep the discussion going about the walking dead, join our discord group. We have, you can find the link to that in the description box below. One of our mods in there might link you into that. Join in, keep the discussion popping. We got so many different topics going on in that discord group. Whatever you want to talk about, there is a room for it. And we have, Lots of good folks that pop in and out of there throughout the weeks uh, to to keep the discussion flowing. So if you want to keep this going, jump in there and you can find all the other ways to help us in the description, in the fucking description box below. Or if you're listening to the podcast, join the fucking YouTube channel and just help us do it. 